Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Tabua. Tabua. Aub. <laughs> what about Aub? Cool. Neat story. Was that supposed to be funny? There's local politics, bud. I got a little taco meat on my chest. Let's get the pumping. I know Clip said he, he packed us in, so I'm just glad that I can prove Clip on. Got him. Strike three. It's all over. The Pirates are dancing, and they'll have a home regional in Greenville, North Carolina. A lot of people just see what we do on the field. They don't see the hours at 5 in the morning and the hours when it's 100 degrees out in Greenville. They don't see all that. So just seeing it finally pay off is just really awesome. Our guys are tough as nails. They've continued to show up when nobody else believed in them. I'm just so daggone proud of them. It's going to be fun. We, we, in the, we in the fig. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm screaming too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. You ready for this? I am. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live. No Clip Brock quite yet, as he will be joining us in hour two and three today. Jonathan Ellerby sitting in the big chair as we are less than 24 hours away from the Greenville, North Carolina Regional, and we have an action packed show for you you're going to hear from the head coach of the ecu pirates the players from uh, their practice today the players are going to be here in studio you're going to hear from the voice of the coastal carolina chanteliers so uh, there is a lot of big guests and big news and information for you in this action-packed three hours called pirate radio live good to be here today in the studio with me got a packed studio right now Troy D. and Chandler Honeycutt. How are you guys doing? What's up, Ellerby? What's Good up, to Ellerby? see you. Good to be here. Uh, I think it's a, this may be the first time I've what? sat I was in the say, big chair. I was for just going to ask you, have you ever Pir- actually hosted since we've redone the studio? I don't know if I've ever hosted Pirate Radio Live. I've obviously hosted plenty on this station over 20 years, but I don't. I think this may be the I, first time I've, wow. I've sat in the big chair. How's it feel? It feels great. Just kind of driving. I can cut your mic off if I need to. I let other it's, people have a chance. So, it's kind of uh, like you've been, uh, you know, like deep sea fishing, but you're actually in the chair now. Yeah. I, you know, versus it, on the boat. It was you know? my up. There's only, know, it, correct. There's only one big chair. That's what they call and it. And you're in the big chair, big so, boy. So I'm going to reel in the fish and we'll put the hook in your mouth <laughs> and uh, gaff you if I, I was have gonna, to. Well, I was going to gaff you know, Chandler, but so yeah. we'll get to that. Uh, we got uh, the content junkie, CJ, on the other side of the glass. And of course, the fabulous Shirley Rhodes hanging out. Uh, Clip will be back with us in hour two and three as he had some uh, family events to take care of family. As, uh, as, as school is winding down. So we have an action-packed show. We're going to get you ready for this huge weekend in Greenville, North Carolina. Hopefully the first of two huge baseball weekends. But, uh, you know, before we do that, uh, I was told that uh, th- there's a countdown to another sport that we need to let the Pirate Nation know about, and that is the uh, David Price Construction Countdown to Kickoff, right, Chandler? That is right, LRB. And since we have a two special guests in the studio today, make sure you put your hard hat on. All right, now, go. Troy, I'm going to let you do this because right. I think you want to do this. I need you to ask Shirley Rose to do something for me. All right. Shirley, are you ready? Are you... Are you ready, Shirley? If you watch, you probably notice I put Clip's helmet on my helmet there. So. God, you got a big head, CJ, because I'm borrowing his hat. Shirley, back that fat truck up. Back it up, baby. Is that what you wanted? That's that's perfect. How was it? The energy was All right, thank you. fantastic. Now what I need you to do is tell the people how many days away are we 
on the David Price Construction Countdown. All right, on the David Price Construction Countdown to kickoff for ECU football. We're down to 93 days, folks. 93 days and counting until kickoff for ECU versus NC State. Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. High noon, September 3rd. But only 91 days away until the Pirate Radio Football kickoff party. 7 p.m. State Theater, downtown Greenville. Will there be music there? There will be music. We're going to have an awesome band called The Breakfast Club playing 80s music. We'll have details on uh, the party. We're still... Things are coming together, LRB, as uh, once we get through baseball and stuff, we're going to have some other big announcements concerning that. Yeah, the party is going to be rocking on September 1st. Really looking forward to that. Uh, Things are really coming together. Got a lot of great things planned for football season. Of course, uh, you mentioned East Carolina, NC State, high noon. Uh, it would be a good weekend to go ahead and get out and get used to the temperatures for that uh, for that game coming up in September uh, this weekend. Of course, uh, Wolfpack fans could watch a lot of baseball. between They can count down the number of days because they're not going to be bogged down watching any baseball. What no, they got a terrible it. week for them. Wolfpack fans get their choice. They can either watch ECU host the Greenville Regional or they can watch Chapel Hill <laughs> in the Chapel Hill Regional. Choose your poison, Wolfpack fans. What a uh, just an absolute We look good terrible. in these, by the way. I think me and Elbert ought to roll up on some construction sites. Speaking of yeah. NC State, they missed out on the tournament. They found that out on Monday. Today they found out that their outstanding freshman, Tommy Tanks, Tommy White, has entered the transfer portal and will be going elsewhere. And the word is that he might stay in the ACC. It could be Florida State. That's a big loss. It's been a tough week for NC State. Yeah, they should be used to it. They should be used to tough weeks. They, they, they you know, they, they. My friends call it that N- NC State stuff, but yeah. stuff it being, yes. you know, a dirty word. Yeah. The other S word. This is definitely an NC State stuff week. Absolutely. We'll yeah. get more on the Wolfpack as we get closer to football season because uh, that's be the next time we focus on them. But uh, baseball is in full effect in Greenville, North Carolina. We had full team coverage out at practice at a Clark LeClaire Stadium, not just for the Pirates, but uh, for all the teams. You yeah. can go to our social media at PR927FM and uh, see videos, quotes, and uh, all sorts of information there. You guys we, were out there today. We uh, had more staff out at Clark LeClaire than we did ha- here. Yes. Uh, we had an all-hands-on-deck deal. And I think East Carolina, you know, getting that number one seed, you know, for this regional and obviously an eighth seed nationally, got to pick kind of their decide when they get to practice first so i think it was a big advantage they went early because it's hot out the day and some teams getting ready to go out you know in a little bit in the heat of the day Mm -hmm. east carolina getting everyone gets the same amount of time but the only thing that changes is what time you go out there so east carolina got to go first get it done guys are already relaxing they've got the rest of the afternoon off we're going to hear from a number of them live in studio coming up in just a little bit our pirate radio athletes will be joining us at uh 4 30 and 5 o'clock so we look forward to that but i do think it was a big advantage getting out there early and well, I did, it looks like they went in order one two three four yeah, yeah right, CJ? and i did look at the temperature before we went out there um i think when ecu took the field it was 81 degrees and Coppin State just took the field seven minutes ago, and it is 95 degrees. So it does make a big Yeah, and maybe I misspoke saying you got to choose, but they got the advantage by yeah. being the first yeah. out there. Now, I did think you know they got to choose to whether they're playing the 1 or 7 o'clock game on yeah. Friday, which right. uh, yeah. I think, obviously, we've learned uh, that the home field advantage is to go ahead and play first just in case there's a weather situation, and then your game is always in progress or over, and yeah. you have more time to rest. It worked well for the Pirates. The Pirates played a perfect 
uh, AAC tournament pretty much by, yeah. by by winning day off, winning day off, and then swept just, it. Yeah, and then just uh, the, the four and zero. So hopefully the same will happen this weekend. A win on Friday, a win on Saturday night, and a win on Sunday night, and they punch their ticket to the super regional weekend, which Where's will that be, at? which will be here in Greenville, North Carolina. Man, so that sounds learned, good. We learned earlier this morning. The road to a Super Regional starts tomorrow with Josh Groves on the mound to begin the game for the Pirates tomorrow. So we know who our starter is. Yes, so uh, the Pirates will be uh, ready to go against Cobb State. So uh, I've been trying to learn about these teams this year. Cobb State comes in here 24-28. and 28, So uh, they, they have a losing Man, record that's overall. Said. Yep. Earlier, that's no cop. Yes. No um, UVA, Troy, you want to feel old. How about this? UVA, they come in here at 38-17. and 17. Brian O'Connor mm-hmm. is in his 19th year as the head coach at the University of Virginia. He's had unbelievable success. He's been to the College World Series five times. He's won it once. But when I say, do you want to feel old, it's because we all remember Kevin McMullen when he was the acting head coach with pretty much Tommy Eason the year that uh, Keith LeClaire could yeah. not coach his last year. Uh-huh. Um, Kevin McMullen has also been at Virginia 19 years. Wow, has it been that long? Yeah, he went. On, he's been on the staff the whole time with Brian O'Connor. I was doing Man, just was, some bio research. I was, I was trying to think uh, what because you know uh, Kevin McMullen left and worked with the Braves for a little bit after uh, you know the stuff with uh, he didn't get hired, which a lot of people thought he could have gotten hired. Yeah, uh, right. At, and I should, remember his name was in the, the acting should have been taken off his name. Could have been hired. Him and Tommy could have stayed. on. He did a great job that he, year. He did through a very um, difficult circumstances. Very difficult. You know, of course, the Pirates hired Randy Mazie, and, uh, you know, Coach Mazie had some success, and then Billy Godwin took over for Coach Mazie, and now yeah. we're at Coach Cliff Godwin here as the Pirates. But it's hard. 19 years as as an assistant at Virginia, I think 15 of the 19, he's been the associate head coach. So, obviously, just a great baseball mind, and Kevin Cliff, McMullen, a lot of people will know him. Yeah, Cliff spending some time with him yesterday at the house. He said, obviously, good friends and uh, former teammates, I do believe. Um if I'm not mistaken, or he was the Kevin was the coach. coach. I'm sorry, coach. Kevin was he was Cliff's the coach, coach when Cliff was here. That's yes. right. He, that, that, knew there was a uh, connection, and that was that was it. He said uh, Kevin came over to his house last night. They were able to get, hang out. So and stay stay tuned to our social media platforms. We did talk to Kevin McMullen today. So uh, and he had some uh, fantastic words to talk about about CG and uh, his time here at East Carolina. I, I forgot. That I saw. I read one of the projections at one time that uh, Cliff Gowan's team was projected to come to the Green Region. Did he, where did they? Did they end up making the tournament or not? Billy Godwin's team. I'm sorry, Billy Cliff Godwin's team is in the Greenville Regional. They're it's, the host. It's hot. I'm a little, uh, are you okay? <laughs> I usually I ought to get my hands dirty today out there on on location. I had to go out there myself. But uh, Billy Godwin, did he make the tournament? What yes. is it? UNCG. They did make. We the hosted tur- a regional in 09. No, they, they made the tournament with UNC Greensboro because they won their conference tournament. And I don't know what regional is. Maybe the content junkie. But can, see, can I thought that, that would have been a neat storyline. To have them come back to Greenville, well, with there's, the return. there's, there's oh. several Greenville, North Carolina players on that, uh, yeah. on that UNC. And I team. thought they might have positioned it that way for that drama. I think maybe if television was a bigger factor, like it is in the NCAA tournament, they, yeah. they would have made it played it up. But that would have been an interesting matchup. That yeah. was a potential. Cliff Godwin versus Billy Godwin. Godwin versus Godwin. Past versus future. There yes. was also a projection where West Virginia could have came to Greenville, and that's where Randy Mazie is right now. Yeah, projections. Uh, projections. Wow, for the what baseball. if both of them were here? That would be nuts. 
Nuts, nuts, nuts. And Cliff Godwin's team. Could what if, you what if his team was here? <laughs> <laughs> so, what could have been? <laughs> so, looking at these teams in the regional, UVA, obviously, a very strong, have a tremendous amount of postseason experience. They went to the College World don't, Series last year. Don't sleep on the Wahoos. So, I'm just I'm saying, telling you, they, they scare me. And then Coastal. I'm getting nervous, LRB. And then Coastal Carolina, they come in here at 36 and 18 and 1. Somehow they tied a game. We'll have to figure that out later. But they, they've been to the College World Series once. But what, what's impressive about that is they win once and they won it once mm-hmm. so uh, when when you know that's pretty good and and ironically virginia went in 2015 and won it and then coastal carolina went in 2016 and and won it and their coach uh has Gary been there, has been there for 26 years just got done talking to him about 30 minutes ago so uh, surely with ellerb pumping up all these other teams i'm getting nervous i it's it's reason. It's real easy I know, to make I'm, you nervous. It is, you know. I, so I, I was wanted, feeling good up until I just, just kind of wanted to lay the lay of the land uh, that the pirates. Are you nervous? Yes. Does Virginia make you nervous? Yes. Steven. <laughs> Does Coppin State make you nervous? Are Not you that bad. Nervous? But I, then again, I wasn't nervous about Bryant. Are you earlier gonna, this year? Are you going to drink enough water tomorrow <laughs> to not pass out by two o'clock? I, I got to tell you though, I am a little worried because it's been a while since we've had a tailgate. It's going to be in the heat of the day. Um, are people ready? Will they be prepared? People being you? Yes. People being right. you. Got to pace yourself. Yeah, you got to pace yourself. Yeah. So, well, one o'clock game. I'm not requiring you to go to the night game. Right. So, so you can just go go out. I'm just going to play it by ear. I'm going to see what happens with the ECU game and then just let it play out from there. So I, those, we may stay the whole. We may do a doubleheader, you know. But ECU is the one I want to see. Don't overpromise and underdeliver. Yeah. The, so those are the three teams. Uh, obviously, uh, it, it sets up for a fun Saturday night if the Pirates can take care of business on uh, Friday against Coppin State. And speaking of Coppin State. Uh, Cliff Godwin uh, addressed the media earlier today, and uh, you guys were both both out there. Let's oh. let's hear from uh, Cliff about uh, what he thinks about this weekend and Greenville, North Carolina, Coppin State, Coastal Carolina, and the University of Virginia. Troy Dreyfus is here. Are you, are you, are you kidding me? Hey, dude, only show up for postseason or what? Big games, coach. Yeah, it's a big game. Yeah, coach, talk about practice day a little bit. I'm I mean, just happy. I'm just happy that Troy Dreyfus showed up today. You know, first time all year, so uh, that's my first opening statement. It should be. <laughs> yeah, uh, practice was great today. Uh, our guys have taken it business as usual, and that's been the neat thing about this team is. Over the past two months, well before the winning streak, our guys have just showed up very consistent with what they're trying to do. So it's been fun to be a part of. Throughout this streak, they've, they've all talked about it's just how we play baseball. We're really not worried about the opponent. Kind of the same thing with Coppin State. Uh, I hope we do the same thing that we've been doing because that's what we need to do. We don't need to treat anything differently than what we've been doing. A lot of teams with the traditional three starters seem to get out of whack. If somebody gets rocked, they have to play a fourth game. Is y'all's untraditional pitching staff make you more ready for a regional you think than the average team yeah because you guys can't say that we're throwing off in game one so that makes it a lot more fun for me uh grows is going to start tomorrow yeah, obviously he's been pitching well lately is it just a matter of want him to continue to do the same thing he's got a hot hand so that's what we've done all year we've rode the hot hand so he's got a hot hand we just want to go out there and pound the strike zone he's done a good job of that cliff you've been in this position before you've had a lot of regional experience before been through a lot of teams what's the chemistry like on this team specifically versus other ones that you've coached it's the best that we've ever had because uh 
I would say they feel like I do. We're playing with house money. I mean, two months ago, nobody even thought we were going to make it to the postseason. So uh, I would say it's the least amount of pressure that any East Carolina team I've been a part on, part of has had. Not Bryson last year, he went into this thing with basically a, a bum shoulder. Just how good do you think he's feeling now? And, you know, obviously he's been swinging a hot bat, but is he a guy that you guys can kind of lean on this postseason? He feels a lot better. I mean, I mean, he wasn't taking BP uh, last year this time, so it's just uh, very good to have him and Hoover, I mean, pretty much play the entire season both healthy. I mean, Hoover hasn't been healthy until this year, and, you know, obviously his production has been outstanding. Coach uh, Kevin McMullen back at ECU here, familiar face at Virginia. What's it like to, to have him back here this weekend? Uh, Coach Max a mentor to me. Um, he came over to my house last night, and we hung out and just caught up on old times and stuff. And, um, you know, I wouldn't be in the position I am today without Coach Mack. Uh, I didn't necessarily love him, especially my junior year, but we became really close my senior year, and then uh, we've kept that relationship really close-knit throughout my coaching career. Do you know if Coppin has announced the start yet? They have not. I'm trying to get Malcolm to get on that. So. How much is all the experience that, that this program has had? You guys have, have started a regional, lost the first game, bounced back, won the regional. You guys have breezed through a regional. I mean, you've played in so many regionals. I mean, how does that experience all come together? Um, I, for me, it's just the most relaxed I've probably been that since I've been the head coach, just because what I said. I mean, it's just been a fun group to be around. Um, it's uh, a great team. Uh, they're not any superstars, so nobody really cares who gets the credit on any given day. Just, just a different guy that helps us win every day. Do you have to like bring down the energy today, so or do they just kind of do that on their own? Like everybody said, they're really excited right now, feeling excited. Well, I mean, they're super excited. I mean, you get to play in front of your home crowd. I mean, in front of six thousand people, it's pretty cool. So, uh, no, they've done a good job of just staying in the present moment. It's not coach speak. I'm not just telling you guys this. I mean, look, we wouldn't be where we are today if they didn't look ahead two months ago and they just focused on the day at hand. So, um, as long as they keep doing that, we'll be in good shape. All right, Cliff Godwin saying he's Thank the most, most relaxed he's ever been. That was my takeaway. A relaxed Cliff Godwin one day before the regional and NCAA tournament begins. Uh, saying also, answering my question, the best chemistry he's ever seen, he's ever had on the on an ECU team. And he was glad to see me. Yeah, uh, Shirley, can you hit the very beginning again of uh, this? I mean... Were you expecting this? I was not expecting this. He kind of caught me off guard. I I saw you like butted up right against him. Well, I I always get, you know me, I'll get good position for us so we get clean audio. Right. You know, I'm not afraid to, you know, move someone out of the way if we have to. And you only go to postseason press conferences. So, well, I I do preseason and postseason. I'm I'm a pre and post specialist. Yeah, you're an exhibitionist. (laughs) Uh, Shirley, what was it? Let's hear the beginning of Cliff there. Troy Dreyfus is here. Are you, are, you, are you kidding me? Hey, dude, only show up for postseason or what? Big games, Coach. Yeah. It's a big game. Yeah. All right. Big game, Troy yeah. D. Well, and when you have a great team here on Pirate Radio, and we have many great teammates here that cover the program like we do, I don't have to be at every presser that we have our right. great employees that help cover us day in and day out. Were there any questions that you didn't get in because other people were selfishly taking up your time at the press conference today? No, I got in what I need to be okay. in. All right, you got you yeah. got your reps in. Yeah, you feel good. Yeah, I just I don't want to hog it. I you, just got he got some good sound bites out there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Any I'm other takeaways? Any other takeaways from uh, Cliff? Uh, no, I think this team has a lot of confidence. We'll talk to the players coming up later, and I agree with them. They're kind of playing with house money. People counted them, you know, out for dead earlier this season, and now you know, look where they're at right now. The the whole season starts over right now. Anyway, everything's back even. So. 
you know, everybody seems healthy. They're fresh. They're playing at home. They've got every advantage going into this thing right now. Yes, they're going to have an awesome home atmosphere. Uh, I, I run into anybody around here, and and everyone is going out to Clark Leclerc State. There's a lot of buzz. There's, there's going to be a, uh, a limited work day on Friday in Greenville, let me say. I know these two guys are going to be uh, in studio coming up in hours two and three, but uh, Zach Agnos, uh, we caught up with him after practice, and uh, here is what the uh, shortstop had to say. How was practice today getting ready for this regional? Oh, it was awesome. Uh, we only get an hour and 15 minutes on the field, but we got after it and uh, got prepared for tomorrow. It was really good practice. What kind of scouting report do you have on Coppin State? Not a whole lot, honestly. Uh, we know they got a couple good players. They uh, steal a lot of bags, and uh, one thing is they're, they're going to give us their best punch, so we're going to go into the game uh, throwing ours, too. It's cliche, but is it really about playing you guys' game at this point not getting away from that? Can you repeat that? I didn't really hear you. Sorry. Is it, is it about playing you guys' game at this point not getting away from that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we, he, Coach Godwin just said it right there. We just got to play the same thing we've been doing for the past – second half of the year after, after we lost to Cincinnati. Um, you know, we just got to have fun, enjoy being with one another, and uh, play for each other. What's been the biggest difference with this team the, the first half of the season, really, versus this last stretch of the season? I mean, pretty much just having fun. Um, we, we had a meeting as players in the dugout, or in the locker room, excuse me, and really just told each other to just enjoy the game. Enjoy being with one another, especially for Cooch Boehner, Ben Newton, Nick Logish, and Bryson. This is going to be their last ride. Um, we really just want to do it for them. We want to do it for the coaches and all the fans that have supported us nonstop. I know you guys probably don't read it, but some of the things have said Virginia would be the favorite in this region. That kind of gets you to crawl a little bit, doesn't it? We're not too worried about it. Uh, yeah, that will light a fire on our butt, but in a good way. Um, like we said, we don't. I, I don't even know that, honestly. I don't think anybody else has because I'm sure I would have heard someone talking about it. But, you know, we're not too worried. All we got to do is come in, handle business, play the same game we've been playing. Zach Agnos uh, coming up later in Pirate Radio Live. Uh, also caught up with uh, Bryson Worrell, the uh, center fielder for the Pirates, after practice today. Just talk about practice today. Everybody's pretty loose, weren't they? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, early in the morning, the guys got after it this morning. It's a little warm. Um, yeah, we bounced around. We got an hour and 15 minutes from the NCAA. So I think we finished about about one hour with what we had written down. So it was a nice, efficient practice. Zach was just saying he doesn't know a lot about Coppin State. And it's more about Pirate Baseball right now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been met um, pretty much the whole year. Um, we've gone out there, haven't really worried about our opponent too much. Um, just go out there and play our brand of baseball, and it's been working out for us. How do you expect the atmosphere to be here coming uh, starting tomorrow? Uh, I think you know the answer. <laughs> no, it's sure gonna, it <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be awesome. Um, I mean, every home game is an awesome, but when we, um, when we have a regional here, the atmosphere is just insane. Um, and you've seen that the past two regionals we've had. Have you had time to look at the other teams? I mean, there's three potential teams you can play this week. Obviously, you don't know who you're going to see and who you're not going to see. Um, honestly, I haven't looked at them at all. Uh, we don't even know who's pitching for, for Coppin State tomorrow. So um, we're just going to take it, um, take it one day at a time. When we get tomorrow, we'll worry about Coppin State tomorrow. Bryson, when you guys first found out you were hosting a regional here, top eight seed, just how relieving was that for you guys? I'm sure it was. Yeah, it was awesome. I think I said it the other day. We re- really didn't notice when it first popped up on the on the ESPN thing, but um, it was awesome knowing that we're going to come back to Clark Clare and for me and the seniors to get um, another couple games here at Clark Clare. What's the excitement level like right now for you guys? Oh, we're super excited. Um, it's not every year where we've been really fortunate where we've been able to host regionals and um, play games here at the, for postseason baseball, so it's it's an awesome feeling. Last year you played with basically a bum shoulder the whole, whole postseason, so how good is it to go into this thing healthy and kind of feeling your best? Oh, it's awesome. I know um, coming into the regional last year, I literally couldn't lift my arm above my shoulder at some points, but 
Um, it's great. The whole team's healthy. Um, everyone's ready to go, so we'll be ready. All right, that was Bryson. He'll be in the studio uh, coming up in hours two and or three today. I can't. Uh, he's coming up in hour two today, so uh, stick around to hear more from uh, Bryson. Uh, did he have a shirt on Troy D when he was doing interviews? Did he you? did. Okay. Uh, I can tell you, he, they, these guys they did practice hard. They were drenched with sweat. I mean, it was yes. uh, everybody's could, it practice was, jersey was covered. I, I gave him like one of these, like a pat on the back after, and like it splattered like it, it was like he had jumped in a pool oh no zach it's, agnos came by and so, gave me a fist pump he said hey what's up dude gave me a fist pump and when he left i was my hand was dripping sweat. yeah so i had bryson sweat all over me right. so i had a sorry yeah. you guys had to experience that yeah i know it's I tough for you uh ac boys yeah to, yeah. to go out in, in the heat but uh, bryson's bat has been on fire lately he's gonna certainly need a big yeah. weekend for him his arm has been on fire too absolutely i mean what a cannon this guy has and you heard i think i go asked him the question about being healthy in this regional versus he kind of had a bump shoulder yeah. last year so a lot of key things uh playing into uh the factor there uh carter spivey uh the last player we were able to catch up with that uh, practice today here's what he had to say about the greenville north carolina regional great view isn't it yeah i actually just found out about that that's a uh it's a really cool cool honor i'm really appreciative uh of people, of uh, guys around me, help me out. When you go into a weekend like this, you really don't know when you're going to pitch, do you? Uh, no, I'm just ready whenever my name's called, do whatever the team needs me to do. And that's kind of odd for an all-American like yourself, but that's pretty much how it's been the whole year. I mean, one guy goes out, if he gets the job done, he stays. If he doesn't, he comes out. Yeah, I think that's just like the, uh, I guess, the definition of our team. Uh, anybody's ready to go, guys picking each other up, doing their jobs, and helping us get wins. After playing, uh, you know, I guess familiar opponents for the past month. Like, how does the mindset or focus change when you play some random teams you haven't seen? Uh, not at all, really. I think if we just stay focused on what we do, uh, I think we'll be all right. And that's pretty much what we've done a good job of the past couple months is going out there playing our brand of baseball and not really worrying about the other team per se. What's kind of the feeling in the room right now? You guys seem to be buzzing out there today at practice. Yeah, I was really excited. Uh, it's like the, the night before Christmas. Um, I think I was really excited to play in front of the, uh, the home crowd uh, this weekend you're a pitcher pitching this environment like how do you use it to feed off of but not you know kind of get overexcited on the mound honestly I uh I try my best not to to look up in the the stands just because I feel like I'll get maybe a little too much adrenaline um so I just kind of kind of keep my head down and just focus on doing my job throwing strikes all right that was uh Carter out to close inning that's when you can kind of take it all in I guess in the atmosphere like this yeah for sure they let out a little bit of a little bit of emotion uh, just have some fun with it. All right, Carter Spivey there at practice today. Thanks to all the players and the coaches for uh, giving us some time. We'll have more from the Players' Lounge starting in Hour 2 and Hour 3 today. Troy D., Chandler, uh, appreciate you guys hanging out in Hour 1. I know, Troy D., you're coming back. Chandler, you're coming back as well. I you will guys be got back. some other assignments yeah. to take care of. I'll be but back uh, in Hour 3. We'll have okay. the Anger Management Rage Room also coming up. All right. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. So uh, we'll take a time out. i tell you what. When we come back on the other side of the break, you want to learn about Coastal Carolina? We'll talk to the play-by-play voice of Coastal Carolina, Joe Katz. Also, uh, Clip Brock will be back here in hour number two. Jonathan Ellerby filling in on Pirate Radio Live today. More of getting you ready for the big weekend of baseball in Greenville right after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host for the moment, Jonathan Ellerby. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Jonathan Ellerby here filling in for Clip Brock. He will be here in hour two and hour three. The big dog, Glenn Griffin, joining us on the program now. Welcome to the show. A little shift change going on. We're all over the place today, man. It is a full it's team a effort. I'll tell you what, day. we have the best team in the Pirate Nation right here, and it's uh, right here at Pirate Radio, creating and giving you the content you want, especially on big weekends like this in Greenville, North Carolina, where there is a regional with hopefully a potential of having a super regional this time next week. So there's a lot of excitement for this uh Regional this weekend, the Pirates will take on Coppin State 1 o'clock on Friday. If they win, they'll play at 7 o'clock on Saturday. If they can win again, they'll play at 7 o'clock on Sunday. If they can go 3-0, and that'll be 21 wins in a row with a hosting opportunity for a Super Regional. So a lot on the line. Uh, it is a double elimination, so if the win streak does get broken at some point, they can still uh they can get back in the game by winning some more. So I was doing some research. You know, East Carolina, I think this is their 32nd appearance in the uh, NCAA tournament. It's the longest without an appearance in the College World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that this is the 75th year of the College World Series. Do you know which team has the most appearances in the College World Series? Shirley or Big Dog? Y'all want to take a guess? The most? The most. Who has been to the College World Series the most in the past 74 years? This is year 75, so obviously no one's there yet. So in 74. ECU has been almost a third of those. Who's that? It said ECU's been to 32 of them. No, no, I'm talking about going to the College World Series. Oh. To the like this is to the font. Yeah, not to. East Carolina's been in the NCAA tournament 32 times. And it's it's the longest streak without going to Omaha. Right. So. So this is the 75th year of the College World Series in Omaha. How many? Well, who has LSU? The, who has the most appearances in the College World Series? LSU. I'm going to go with. Gosh, there's two that come to mind, but I'm going to go with Ole Miss on this one. Ole Miss, and you said LSU. LSU, both incorrect. I'm sure Miami. they have a lot of appearances. Texas. Ah, Texas ah. was the other one. Has I the was most, thinking Texas or Ole Miss. And the reason I say Texas is we're bracketed up with them. Because the Austin Regional is in. Uh, so if Texas were to come here for the Super Regional, if we're playing look ahead here, Texas would be playing for. How, they have the most of anybody. How many times do you think Texas has been to the College World Series? In the seven, well, you said 74, 75. 74. This is the 74. 75th year. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go. 19 times. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go 30. 37 times. Oh, my goodness. Good 37 God. times Texas has been to the College World Series. Oh, my goodness. East Carolina is going for their first ever, hopefully, this year. And uh, hopefully, if Texas is here, East Carolina will have that win streak. They can get wins 22 and 23 and go. But I was just 
shocked at how many times they've been to the college world series well not just that but if you think about the greenville regional we've been talking about it you know for the last couple of days there's so many different storylines uh obviously uh the teams that are coming in here uh, a couple of teams we well we haven't played coppin state till since 1995 i think it was um you know and of course uh, some former coaches but there was one i didn't even know about um jason beverlin who is the pitching coach for coastal carolina played for keith leclerc he also is the most honored pitcher in western carolina history so there's all this you know even though that you know we call it the regional but we we talk about all the different teams that could potentially come in here before they announce the teams this is the most i guess you could say storyline rich uh set of teams that could come in here with all the different storylines we talked about the fact that uh if we were to potentially make it to omaha we would have to have 20 if we continue to win it would be the 20 it would be 23 wins to get to omaha if we continued on our current streak i mean there's just so many things that just seem to I don't want to say a line because I, I don't want to jump the gun here, but I do think that there are a lot of very interesting storylines and, and a lot of intersection in the history of ECU baseball coming from all different directions. Yeah, of course. I mean, Kevin McMullen here, who yeah. uh, was the acting head coach for Keith LeClaire, mm-hmm. uh, as you mentioned, if the Pirates can win five more games, they would have 23-game win streak going to Omaha. We put a story out there that they East Carolina, out of all the 64 teams in the field, they have the 23rd best odds to win the national championship. Based on such a numbers game, there's so many connections, and and uh, the, the Claire coaching tree has had such an impact on East Carolina baseball. And what it would just be really special, I think, that with East Carolina having the opportunity to host a regional and then the super regional if they win it and uh, to retire that 23 this year would, would be pretty special before the year 2023. So and, that, and I also think it would be very interesting, especially if we did it with this team. And the reason why I say that is the first time East Carolina – as a baseball program ever heard the word omaha is when keith leclerc uttered it he said um you know we're going to omaha why why not us why not us well you think about this team at the beginning of the year nobody gave this team a chance to get anywhere i mean we were you know we were thinking well we we might be one or two games into the aac tournament and that's about it and nobody thought that we would get into such a winning streak that would put us in the position to be a number eight seed in hosting our own regional with the potential to host a super regional so if if it if it were to happen I think it would be just that much more special if it would happen with this team. I'm telling you, if East Carolina takes care of business on Friday and has a nice win over Coppin State and and has that night game, the electricity Mm. in Greenville, it's going to be as electric of an atmosphere. If you can find a person selling an extra ticket or doing whatever, if you haven't bought you, I think there's a few tickets still remaining at the ticket office. You'll want to be at that game Saturday night. And then if they win Saturday night, you'll want to punch your ticket to be there Sunday night because it is an amazing, it is an electric feeling when the playoff baseball. It is totally baseball. different from football, too. Oh, yes. yes. Very, very different. No, it's like, it's like you take the energy of 40,000, 50,000 Pirates and Daddy Ficklin and you pack all of that in. To about 5,000 people. <laughs> to the tight confines of CLS. And East Carolina baseball has amazing support. We, I mean, they lead the state in attendance for like a ridiculous amount of years. I think it's like 
15 to 20 years, somewhere in that ballpark. And the, the one cool thing about this weekend, and, and it's no knock, but uh, the paid attendance versus actual attendance, the actual attendance will be, the announced attendance will be the actual attendance. And on top of it, the the parking lot attendance will be another thousand people probably, right. yeah, on, that, the, probably yeah. on that Saturday Absolutely. night game. And if the, if the Pirates are playing for the championship on Sunday night too. so And that doesn't even count the people that could not get a ticket to the game and will be watching it you know, on television. Yeah, and I mean, the sports bars are going to have electricity, oh, yeah. too. So th- there's going to be a lot of fun, a, a huge buzz in town. So uh, certainly a uh, big weekend in Greenville, looking for to go back-to-back weekends. But uh, it all starts 1 o'clock on Friday when the Pirates take on Coppin State. I tell you what, we'll take another quick timeout. When we come back, we've hooked up with uh, Joe Katz. He's the voice of the uh, Coastal Carolina baseball team. And uh, he'll give you a preview of uh, a team the Pirates could or could not face. You just never know in uh, how this thing will play out, but the Pirates could be playing Coastal Carolina maybe on Saturday. But uh, we'll, we'll get a little preview of the team that won the 2016 National Championship with uh, Joe Katz, the voice of the Coastal Carolina Chanteliers, when we return on Pirate Radio Live right after this. Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is Jonathan Ellerby. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Jonathan Ellerby filling in for Clip Rock. He'll be back in hour two. The big dog, Glenn Griffin, on the, the video production. Full team coverage right here on Pirate Radio every day and uh, all the time. Open for business on our social media at PR927FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, like us, subscribe to us on uh, YouTube as well. well. We'll have the content you'll need. If you're looking to consume what's happening at Clark LeClaire Stadium this weekend, uh, definitely give us a follow on our social media and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll keep you up with all the latest. And uh, we'll be here each and every day, too, during the week, Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 on Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock earlier today called up with the voice of uh, Coastal Carolina, Joe Katz. And uh, here's a little preview of what their team is going to bring to town at the Greenville Regional. All right, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line and talk to the play-by-play voice of Coastal Carolina baseball. Joe Katz will be in Greenville calling the action for the Chanticleers as the Coastal Carolina baseball squad heads to Greenville for the Greenville Regional coming up this weekend. Joe, welcome to Pirate Radio. How you doing, man? Clip doing great. Making my way up to Greenville right now. And uh, just before we get going, it's the Chanticleers. So let's just uh, get that out of the way for you. Here. Did I go shant? So it's shant. It's the Chanticleers. That's a lot classier than Chanticleers. Chanticleers. 
class coming from Myrtle Beach, baby. <laughs> and, and by the way, I hate to stereotype Joe, but while we're on this, uh, I don't. You don't have that South Carolina drawl I'm used to hearing. So, <laughs> where, where are you from originally? I, and, and how long have you been uh, at Coastal Carolina calling ball games? All right. So I, uh, I'm actually, I actually, I've actually lived in Wilmington for about uh, 15 years out of okay. college. Uh, I'll give you two guesses where I'm from, uh, and they both begin with new Jersey, uh, and that, that'll narrow it down for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm from Jersey originally. Came down to Wilmington, um, got a job in radio, doing some work this way, and then uh, was it 2017? I happened to play around the golf down at Myrtle Beach with some people from Coastal, and some doors opened up, and uh, right after they made the run of the national title, I got the gig as the baseball play-by-play guy so i've been there ever since awesome stuff uh talking to joe Katz today on the pirate radio live line joe we were breaking down coastal carolina's season this year and i guess looking at the non-conference really played a, a tough non-conference schedule some big time opponents and uh in the acc uh in the big 10 but the 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 sun belt i mean we know about the fun belt in football it's 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 fun it's uh very competitive but how about in baseball joe uh i, I feel like an underappreciated baseball conference would you say you know well, I mean, obviously, four teams get in uh, obviously uh, this year with the field of sixty-four, and uh, for the first time, I think since we entered the Sun Belt in twenty seventeen, uh, all the kind of pieces fell into place uh, from a baseball standpoint. Um, you look at Louisiana, uh, the Raging Cajuns, South Alabama; uh, they're they're in the mix, uh, you know, pretty much every year. Georgia Southern, obviously, what a run they've had, and then Texas State makes a move this year. Uh, given the season that they they're uh, they've been able to put together, I mean, pretty much leading uh, the conference regular season wire to wire. So, you know, I would say the top six, seven teams, uh, you know, are extremely competitive, and and you can match them up with uh, you know most of the conferences in the country. And uh, we've proven it this year. And Coastal entered 2017 fresh off the national championship. Uh, we take uh, 2018, 2019 uh, Sun Belt titles in the tournament, advance to the regionals. Kind of a down year last year, and then of course you had the COVID season, uh, and then you know back at it this year. And as you mentioned, great run towards the back end of the regular season that puts us in this position here in Greenville. Yeah, Joe, the, the Pirates, East Carolina's won 18 in a row, so certainly playing their baseball uh, best baseball here at the end of the year. And how about Coastal? What, anything changed? Uh, what has led to the run they've been on here these last few weeks? It's a month of February, um, you know, home-heavy schedule. Uh, got a lot of teams from uh, the Midwest and uh, the Northeast that come down every year. So uh, we get to play at our home ballpark pretty much all throughout February each year. And we took care of business uh, this year again. Uh, early March, we ran into some injuries, uh, some inconsistencies while guys were injured. And we had a, a tough break and go at it through the month of March. Uh, and really, uh, uh, the gut check point of our season uh, came in, say, early April, I guess it was, uh, we got swept at home against Georgia State, and uh, you know, not to talk uh, ill about you know the Panthers of Georgia State, they had a pretty good year. Uh, to, didn't finish the way they wanted to, uh, but at the time they swept us at home, which is a very is a rarity in Conway. Um, and then from that point on, uh, we really just kind of looked ourselves in the mirror. We adjusted some roles in the back end, pitching wise, and got healthy, and just started to get in motion at the right time and. Similarly to the run, I would say 18 in a row. I mean, that's one heck of a move by ECU. Uh, 19 and five over our last uh, what 24 games, and that gets us in. You know, that gets us in the mix for you know the, the NCAA regional. And that's uh, how we roll into the uh, uh, double elimination bracket this weekend. 
Joe Katz joining us. Looking uh, forward to welcoming the Coastal Carolina folks into Greenville, North Carolina, coming up this weekend for the Greenville Regional. And it'll be Coastal Carolina and Virginia coming up Friday night uh, under the lights at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Uh, Joe, let's talk a little bit about the personnel and, and how, let's start with the pitching. Who are the top end guys for Coastal? Who are uh, a bullpen arm or two we'll have to, to worry about if you're ECU, Virginia, or Coppin State fans this weekend? Yes, so uh, Reed Van Scooter is, uh, has been our number one guy, our Friday guy, yeah, pretty much all year. Uh, the great thing about Reed, also the Sun Belt Pitcher of the Year, just was announced he was a, a second-team All-American. Um, he didn't really have a role last year for us. He was a transfer out of Binghamton. Uh, how about Binghamton making a run to the field of 64? <laughs> but uh, he, um, he transferred in last year, didn't really have a role with us, was kind of inconsistent and uh, worked his tail off uh, during the offseason was met with some adversity, obviously, you know, enjoying some success uh, at another school and then not really fitting into place his first year. Uh, settled in, left-handed pitcher, who has uh, really been the leader on that pitching staff uh, all year long. And uh, I mean, he's been lights out. He's 8-2, uh, and two, uh, eight quality starts. Um, we get some run support behind him when he does pitch, does not walk a lot of guys. Uh, we've used the double play ball 50 times this season to help us He'll bounce out of innings, and uh, Reed has been a big part of our success. Uh, so uh, Virginia will see him uh, Friday night. And then after that, uh, Mike Moore has been, I would say, just as competitive and, and good as uh, Reed has been. He's a big, tall, right-handed pitcher, uh, upwards of 95, 96 miles an hour when he's on. He's worked in a breaking ball. He's a first-year guy, uh, transferred in from Cal State Fullerton out of the portal uh, last year, and he's really uh, solidified our rotation along with Reed's emergence. Uh, I'm not sure when he will go, whether it'll be uh, the, the Saturday uh, win-lose or however that shakes out, or if we hold him, he threw the game in the Sunbelt tournament in which uh, we dropped to Troy and struck out 11, 6 hmm. to the third, uh, unable to hold on to or uh, you know hold off a, a late surge by the Trojans, but Mike has been uh, lights out for us too. And then our third guy all season long in the weekend rotation has been Nick Parker, He's our kind of steady Eddie guy. Uh, I would say, you know, uh, pitch to pitch, uh, you know, he's probably one of the most consistent Sunday guys uh, anywhere in college baseball. You know, not going to overpower. He's going to pitch to contact, to throw a lot of strikes. Uh, he's got a great change up as his out pitch, uh, especially the left-handed hitters. Uh, so those have been our three main starting pitchers all year long. And then the back end, that's been sort of the, the mix and match that we've had to kind of work with. And, uh, develop all year long with uh, Coach Gilly and um, our first-year pitching coach, Jason Beverlin. And I would say uh, Reese Menescalco is probably the first guy out of the bullpen uh, on Friday. Uh, Matthew Potok is a freshman who has earned some innings uh, towards the back end of the year. Uh, you'll see him at some point this weekend. And then Elliot Carney, also a transfer from Wofford, uh, that has transitioned from a starting role into a bullpen role this year. It's been up and down uh, for him. Uh, in that adjustment, as it has been for Reese, who was also another transfer from Wofford a few years back, and uh, both of those guys have done uh, a great job in uh, helping us out uh, towards the end of the year and getting us in this position uh, from a pitching standpoint. Guy that got injured uh, about three, four weeks ago, Matt Joyce, uh, really was great for us early on. It's injured with uh, a shoulder. He's been working his way back. Uh, I believe he'll be available uh, this weekend at some point, how and when they use him. Uh, obviously, that'll be a, a touch and go kind of situation. 
Great breakdown from Joe Katz, play-by-play radio voice for Coastal Carolina. The Chanticleers coming in town this weekend for the Greenville Regional. And Joe, on the offensive side, we were looking up some of these numbers earlier this week and just the amount of double-digit scores Coastal put up this year, pretty incredible. 15 against a good team in Rutgers. Saw, I think, a 17 against Clemson. Uh, There's a 19. There's a bunch of 16s. uh, So how about the the offensive side? And uh, sounds like during this run, uh, I guess the bats are are heating up as the weather heats up. So who are the, the main cogs there in the lineup for Coastal? I mean, no doubt the, the, the theme or the phrase, you know, hitting is contagious is definitely uh, a part of the picture here with this Coastal baseball team in 2022. And uh, a big part of that has been, uh, well, one through nine. I mean, uh, one through nine guys have contributed at points throughout the year. And when everyone is uh, seeing the ball well, uh, they continue to, just follow one another. It's been the times where we have struggled when we're scoring, you know, minimal runs, meaning four or five runs. If you look at our record, scoring six or more runs, I mean, we're basically uh, unbeatable this year. It's uh, the struggle in those tight, low-scoring ball games that have sort of hampered us uh, uh, throughout the course of the season. But individually, you know, it starts at the top. Uh, Austin White, a uh, kid from uh, Connecticut, has uh, he leads the Sun Belt in stolen bases. He's in the top uh, 12, I think, nationally in that category guy that gets on base, sort of a lefty slap hitter, uh, that can pull the ball every once in a while. And then you've got to, you know, a Major League Baseball draft prospect and Eric Brown hitting second. Uh, he's been consistent here in the back end, really tore it up on the last week of the season. I think he finished the regular season seven for his last seven. Tyler Johnson is our home run guy, left-handed hitter, but power to all fields. I would say out of the 16, 17 home runs he's hit this year, probably 12 of them have gone the other way. Uh, and then as you roll through the lineup, uh, Dale Thomas has been a, a guy that can uh, swing the bat and, and leave the yard. Uh, Graham Brown has really emerged for us towards the back end, a Juco guy in right field. Uh, Nick Lucky in the middle of the lineup. He's our longest tenured uh, Shauna Clear, and he's a left-handed bat uh, that adds a lot of pop and discipline to the middle of the order. Uh, and then you go down to the bottom of the lineup in uh, William & Mary transfer, Matt McDermott, uh, another guy who has uh, really played well defensively, but at times, again, a streaky sort of guy, and apparently from what I've looked up in his numbers, you know, looking up against uh, UVA, uh, he's really swung the bat well when he was with the Tribe uh, versus the Cavaliers, so hopefully uh, those numbers uh, hold true for us tomorrow. Joe, great stuff. Joe Katz joining us today to talk Coastal Carolina baseball. They'll be in town this weekend for the Greenville Regional, their first game coming up Friday night against the Virginia Cavaliers, trying to stay in that winner's bracket and play Saturday night under the lights at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Uh, Joe, so from the north to Wilmington to Myrtle Beach, uh, I, I gotta, what's your take on Eastern North Carolina-style vinegar-based barbecue? Where do you stand on that? Yeah, I mean, I'm all in. I mean, I've fully adopted the retired Yankee status. You know, uh, as a man in his 30s, uh, I'm no doubt. Uh, now, many people east of I-95 in North Carolina will never, you know, take me in truly as a Southern boy. But I have to say that uh, I've embraced it, and a uh, whole lot of people you know, from uh, where I grew up in part of the country have too. Uh, so, you know. It's been a, a great time down in, in, in Wilmington and then uh, you know down in the Myrtle Beach area for the last uh, several years. Myrtle Beach kind of gets a, ba- a bad rap uh, when you think about it. Yeah. Um, there are some beautiful areas uh, up and around our area, uh, the region. And I would do I do say, though, my most favorite beach out of the Carolinas is probably Wrightsville Beach uh, in, in the Wilmington area. Uh, this is the, the nicest, uh, most pristine water I see on the East Coast, uh, you know, north of Florida. So 
Uh, get to give a shout out to Rachel Beach here uh, this afternoon. Good stuff from Joe Katz and Joe. Uh, we really hope uh, you enjoy your time here in Greenville, North Carolina. Let us know uh, if you need anything on our end, and uh, and we'll take care of you. But uh, looking forward to seeing you out there at Clark Leclerc Stadium, and uh, have a great call on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and maybe on into Monday, Joe. And uh, we'll we'll catch up again when East Carolina and Coastal meet on the field or the court or uh, wherever they meet once again. But it was great having you on today, Joe. We appreciate it, man. Cliff, thanks so much for the time, man. All right, there's Joe Katz, the voice of Coastal Carolina. Shirley, how do you say their mascot? Help us out here. When I say Coastal Carolina, you say the... Chanticleers. Chanticleers. Not Not the the Chanticleers. Chanticleers Chanticleers or Chandeliers. My apologies to Myrtle Beach, (laughs) South Carolina, and the Coastal Carolina Nation for my mispronunciation earlier when I was uh, promoting... Great interview, though. It'll be interesting if East Carolina does play Coastal Carolina. Look who's in studio. Who is that beautiful man right there? I know. Look who's here. Suck up. That's right. Former ECU Pirate. Now, everybody's my friend today, but when it came close to everybody getting signals by Troy D the other day on a freaking commercial, I couldn't get my name oh, called here out. We go. Mm. Here Jesus we go. Christ. Brandon Manning joins us in Bryce studio. Williams. You're going to be here in hour two. You got uh, some anger management to get off your chest. Nah. Some ECU baseball regional advice or breakdown to get off your chest. So uh, Brandon's going to bring his expertise in the baseball world and the rage world to pirate radio live we're gonna take a quick time out clip rock is en route to join us in hour two i'm gonna be exiting stage left looks like the team's back chandler's here cj content junkie shirley of course is always here the big dog's here somewhere in the building troy d's coming back we're gonna have the players lounge too coming up in hour two hour three the uh all the guys are gonna be here in studio less than 24 hours until the greenville regional It's going to be an exciting weekend. We'll continue to get you ready for baseball in Greenville right after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host. He has returned, Mr. Cliff Brock. All righty. Welcome back into the show. What's happening? What's going on? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, was Ellerby sitting? Yes, he was sitting in your chair. Ellerby has the best hearing ever known to man. He has these headphones so low. I need a jamming, baby. I need the bass. A little bit of treble. Crank it way up. Where's my snare? All right. Welcome back into the show. Welcome me here. Great job. Thank you. I tried to, I was listening to some, and then my phone kept saying it was getting too hot, and some functions wouldn't work, and it would take (laughs) me off of YouTube uh, because I was listening on my phone. 
Uh, joining me to my left is former NFL great wide receiver Terrell Owens. T.O., welcome to the show. Oh, I'm sorry. It's my quarterback. You look like a giant diva sitting over there. Giant diva. Complaining about every little thing. Hey. Th- you want to talk about a me guy? Um, I, me? How about us? Me! Us. So, well, let's let's even go back to Monday when you wanted to take credit was it monday or sunday after the championship where you wanted all your flowers no no no, as no, the no. Kids i did say. not I, I wanted it to just be sorry you, everybody kept on saying we we fire radio we we were not staying on you we, we we got down on you no it wasn't a we it was a majority of you and maybe a couple of us over here i didn't even bring up you know private conversations i just kind of keep this trickly on you know, between who uh, me no not you okay i'm saying my i'm out there i mean i, I said this team there, would... there might have been a lunch with uh, the two bosses one day and they're like no nah, it's just not gonna happen oh interesting interesting yeah. speaking of one boss he's looking uh all right so and then boy you are really sour you you brought it up i was listening on the way in you were really upset we did not give troy d did not give Jesus the brandon manning Lord. sign the other day god, yeah mm. And he didn't use his legs. All he did was like elbow touches. That gets confusing to base runners. I thought he did a good job. You, it was you, pretty good. It yeah. was pretty good. It was pretty good. The swing though was retro, awesome. Joey Baggett taught um, straight to the ball, uh, A to C. Well, we don't like to use that. People don't like to use that anymore. But yes, that know. was A to C. <laughs> Very well. Uh, connected on the sweet spot. It was a good swing. How many takes did it take? Be that honest. was the first swing I've taken in ten years. That one. No, I've played slow pitch softball against you in less than ten years. Eight years? Mm, probably. We're getting old. Yeah. Uh and Chandler, I told him to give me something inside. He kept laying it out. So backside. I was about to He went backside. Go with the pitch. Right, right away. Right that's center t- gap. That's great stuff. Right. Stand up double from Cliff. I Rock. doubt it. <laughs> let's go on Elm Street. I'd hope Come so. on now. Let's let's not. Uh, I got a couple of compliments on our video today. Stand up single. Yeah, I didn't get out of the box. I got a, I got a couple of compliments on our on our video. Got one from Scooter Rogers, who'll be on the call this weekend. Yeah, his name. He got a signal. And then uh, <laughs> and then Brett Brett Kennedy also. Okay. With a okay. BK. It was awesome. It was awesome. Did he say it was awesome? He said it was awesome. <laughs> All right, Brandon Manning joining us, East Carolina, former player who left a lasting impact on this program, <laughs> as the script says. Uh, no, nah, Brandon, this is awesome, man. As much as you believed in this team, and you certainly did, we joke, but you laid out your path. i got to give you a lot of credit. Laid out the path. They followed the path. Who knew they'd win 18 in a row? Even you had to be shocked when you saw them on the top eight. I saw the top eight really surprised me. Um, not as much as NC State not getting in, um, which hasn't we haven't talked about it. We give State fans a lot of crap, but they got robbed. Um, I'm not but, talking about that yeah, much, just for karma purposes. I yes, don't want to. But us being in the top eight, I mean, man, uh, a lot of things had to fall. You know, God, divine intervention, whatever you want to say, had to fall into us being in the top eight. I mean, there had to be some key losses, some key wins. Um, Dude, we got a ton of help across the landscape, oh yeah. didn't we? Oh yeah, a lot, a lot of help, a lot of help. Brandon Manning joining us coming up uh, at around four thirty. We'll talk to Bryson World, Ryder Giles, got Zach Agno, CJ Mayhew joining Troy D and I in hour number three. All right, Brandon, uh, Cliff Godwin's least favorite question we found out when we talked to him on Monday. What do you think about the other teams in this regional? I guess he doesn't like it because hey, everybody's good at this point. 
everybody deserves to be here. You got a Virginia team that peaked early, kind of struggled late, although look at who they're playing. A lot of good competition. You got a coastal team similar to ECU. What's that their mascot? The Chanticleers. There we go. Okay. They have played great baseball coming here down the stretch. They have, and let's not forget Coppin State. You can't, don't, you know, don't look over them. Um, granted, I, I don't think they had a single win over a top 200 RPI team. I think that's their stat. They were 0 5 against RPI t- top 200s. Um, and they did not have a good overall season. They haven't won against a RPI top 100 in a long time. But they're a talented team. They have a very great two way player, uh, finalist for the John Olerud Award. I f- can't name his leaving me right now. Uh, I did look him up. Very, very good, talented individual. Um, but it takes one game it, for a pitcher to it, be it on his game. It, it it really does. I mean, it 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 just takes one. Any any pitcher once they get to the D one level is a D one pitcher. I mean, they're going to be good. They're going to be talented. They're not up there, because, you know, for craps and giggles. They're they're up there because they're good. And um, we, if anybody should know, to respect the four seed with oh, Winnipeg. Quinnipiac, Quinnipiac, you said it right. All right, thank you. And Norfolk State put a little yeah. scare in the ECU. And but that Norfolk State team, man, they had a couple of uh, major league player children on that team. Uh, was it Tony Pena? Is that right? Yeah, it might be right. Yeah, yeah there was one, and there was one more. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't pronounce his last name, but uh, they had some talent in there, and they had some good leadership. And they were an older, an older Tony college. Pena. He's too old to have a kid in college. Uh, I don't know. I'll look up their roster from last year. Okay, do that. Yeah, it's not maybe it's not Tony Pena, but I, I talked to him. It was an American, American born, African American gentleman. Uh, oof. God, that's gonna kill me. All right. Play for the Cincinnati Reds. The guy did. Did not, the, the dad did. Perez second base. Tony. Oh, he was a second baseman. That was Joe Morgan. Not that old. Joe Morgan's like seventy five. <laughs> I think he's passed away. Is he Brandon Phillips? No, no not BP. God, it, it, he's not much older than Clip. All right, we got to move on. All right, anyway, this. yeah. So, uh, getting getting back on the subject, uh, well, I don't know what the subject. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh we had Philip Boykin on the show last year. Philip Boykin, yes, from a uh, great local from North Pitt High School. North Pitt. Uh, dad is a still a local umpire. Dad is a very hilarious man out there for uh, young young uh, players to be umpiring. Oh, Tony Womack. Tony Womack. There we go. I want to say Tony Pena. Tony Second Womack. baseman. I remember him. Not the Reds. He played for the Reds. I, I remember him as a, around. a D-back. Yeah, it was and others. But there you go. Womack. Good memory, kind of. I said Tony. I, you got, yeah, you got Tony. Tony. And he played second base, right? Yeah, Womack okay. did. Yep. All right. Um, got it. Hey, we got that World Series team. We got that out of the way. Okay. Good. Good. Good, good. Good. Um, By the way, when did, when were you on the EC roster, Brandon? Two thousand six and seven. Did you play against Coastal? Mm. I thought I read that they came here in the early to mid two thousands, and then we went there in a regional. I think a couple years after, God, maybe oh eight or something. Uh but my point I is, we played Wilmington. I mean, I, 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 honest to God, I remember playing Wilmington all the time. Wilmington I, State. We used to play all those guys, but I don't remember Coastal much. I feel like this is a a series that should happen, right? I mean, two oh, yeah. good baseball programs. It's kind of strange that it doesn't happen more often. Well, so Coastal's in that weird um, thing where their conference, they're a very good baseball team, very good baseball pedigree, but 
they want to nobody wants to play they're they're very much like ecu was 10 or 15 years ago state and carolina would play us all day long 10 or 15 years ago because they thought you know hey we're, we're going to go in there they're just good enough for us to schedule and beat and be okay but if we lose to them oh crap well now coastal's on up there coastal's been to the promised land yeah they're making a baseball name for themselves here in the last decade if they play a, a lot of you know carolinas dukes ecus and nc states these teams that go every year now man that's almost a trap game you know that that's that foot five twelve seed in NCAA basketball tournament. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to see them. They're they're a very good team. They they recruit down there in South Carolina, um, recruiting the Wilmington area. The tide I mean the Tidewater area. They're up and down the East Coast recruiting. They do a good job. Uh Virginia, Brandon. How scary are they? They are the favorite betting wise to win it. As you roll your eyes, mm. Mm. what's wrong? You got mm. indigestion? No. <laughs> Nah, what you have to respect them. They're a very yeah. good team. They started out of the gates really strong. They're an ACC team, so they get a lot of hey, we're the ACC. We're gonna do great. We're we're gonna beat you, and it's gonna go on in baseball, in my opinion, by the press. But they were the top conference this year. They were. Where if did Virginia finish the in the conference? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know? I don't even remember them going into the tournament. And I don't even remember watching them play on ESPN ACC Network. Uh, the ACC baseball standings, Virginia. They have coastal and base. Mm-hmm. Thing. I didn't know they did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were 17 and 13 in the league, third in the coastal, which would have put them about fourth or fifth. About fourth or fifth. Fourth yeah. or fifth in the ACC. So, I mean, man. They're ACC team. They're great. They're going to be well coached. They're going to pitch the ball. Um, this is probably a dumb hypothetical, but if ECU's last 18 games was Virginia's schedule, what would their record have been? Would it is been? this Brandon Manning, the, the positive go lucky guy? <laughs> I don't know. I, and again, it's probably a dumb hypothetical. My point is that they don't they don't have many Memphises. They don't have many uh, USS. Correct. Uh, they don't, uh, and that is for certain. But I also think we we did those teams pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we're we're clicking at the right time. Our bats have really become hot. I mean, even guys that you know haven't hit the ball well all year or barreling it up, they might not be finding the the grass too much, but they're barreling the ball up. I mean, you, I mean, you look at Moylan. I mean, he ha- his stats don't say he's crushing the ball, but he is hitting the heck out of the ball all around the field. We were looking at numbers the other day, me and Igo, and Moylan's average still is not what you want it to be, but you feel like, yeah, I like having him in the lineup right now. Oh, yeah. Jacob Starling is hitting like 220, but I swear in a big moment, him he won Bar- him up to bat. Him and Barini, if there's a big moment, you know, yeah. Barini's going to do good. And I'll and I tell you what um, – if JC didn't get the the conference player thing, Zach Agnos, uh, yeah. man, that kid was crushing it. Every, everything he hit was a seed. I mean, it was just unreal how hard he hit the ball in the tournament. The couple of games leading up to the tournament, I mean, it just everything. It was it was like he was hitting a beach ball up there. It was just great to watch. Brandon Manning joining us. Brandon will be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and potentially Monday. I will not be there Monday because it's not going to happen. I like that. You got your truck in the same spot. Truck will be in the same spot. Grill will be ready. I'm not grilling out um, tomorrow, being that I'm getting the kids from school. And um, but I think we'll just pick up some lunch and eat on the tailgate for a few minutes there. But uh, Saturday, I'll What's be on right the there. Menu? Uh, 
I don't know what y'all want. Whatever. Thousand burgers. What have you done in the past? Um, well, one day when it rained 37 inches, I think we just ordered pizza and they delivered it to the parking lot and it was great. Um, our, friends, right. our friends of Domino's of Greenville. That's uh, right. Brought, brought Hannah it called, like, yeah, and she got had, him to go out there. That's right. Um, uh, we, we did that. That was great because we really weren't planning on it because of the weather. Um, you're like in times past, we picked up, we've done everything for picking up some wings at, uh, Wings Over Greenville. Yes, sir. And, uh, we have, uh, you know, picked up some fried chicken from parker's there was also this thing on the back of his truck he's got a cooler that somehow there's always cold beer in there so like I know that you just fact. go right over there and get mm-hmm. one and yes, it like sir. automatically replaces i don't know how it works i mean and it's great because all the local people that are are really good baseball fans i remember seeing people that I haven't that i don't necessarily talk to all the time they were walking by like hey let's talk for him and we saw a bunch of guys yeah we went to high school with a bunch yeah. of guys went to college with i mean it, it, it really because last year was pretty much the first real huge tailgate event i mean we tailgated for a baseball game or two but it still was half crowds yep last year was i think that's what made this ticket so hard to get last year was not a full capacity crowd due to covid still for the regional uh yeah that's true no they had just announced that it's 100 percent capacity yeah. Yeah, because yeah, everybody yeah. went crazy all right let's that's pipe, why it was so pipe, huge let's well, pipe the stadium th- this year is it is a very difficult ticket to get um I, it, which i encourage people to do the hundred dollars a year 993 a month draft join the pirate club so you can get tickets whenever you want to um if, if you're not a pirate club member still want to get tickets uh please do that i need to kill some time between game between games one and two saturday so can i meet you at the truck yep all right i'll see you out there chan man i'll see you out there yeah i'll be there all right we got a plan uh, boys. Look, the pirate radio truck will be out there i'm going to be back and forth between that and brandon Manning. are they going to be in the jungle or in the parking jungle jungle i'll be in i'll be in my spot yeah but i'm definitely going to be going by and seeing brandon how about Manning. how about this hannah manning there will be a mango seltzer waiting for chandler <laughs> oh, come on. that is service with a smile right come there on. that is good stuff boy we're in such a good mood right now i hate to open up the what does, anger management rage room what was that brand we were promoting last week margaritaville margaritaville are they we still promoting them yeah yeah sweet big time kevin ainge had a big smile on his face when he came and picked up his kevin 12 pack ainge. yes sir was the mango good kevin can we get confirmation on the mango because it wasn't a everyday mango it was like mango peach, peach. yeah something like that the little peach and earth all right uh tell you what you want to uh i've got just a mini rage it's not even a rage it's just a thing we'll open up the rage room all right and if people out there on twitter facebook yeah they what, have are you, a rage, what are you upset about they help, help us with the rage room today state so. fans anything making you angry today <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna rage on that all right oh boy no i have a legitimate one okay fine uh anger management rage room is open in greenville north carolina for more info you can go to angermgmtnc.com and book your therapy session today they have cars in there they have fun things that you can break and make explode and get all your anger out in a safe and legal way so you don't do it in the outside world and get arrested absolutely and guess where it's at it's just a couple of blocks from pirate radio on clark street right behind pitch street brewery and it's some are saying the best way to uh get the anger out it's a good therapy session so a lot of some people are saying that some some are saying okay um yeah but go in there beat up glass beat up uh, a computer beat up a tv 
beat up a car. They have a car in there. They have two on uh, e uh, one on each side. They have a Jeep on one side. Last time I was in there, there was a Subaru. Uh, if you just have that anger where you just want to beat the crap out of everything, Anger Management Rage Room is the place for you right there on Clark Street here in downtown Greenville. What if you and I went, Chandler, and we wanted to beat each other up in the maroon? We would probably be escorted out. God, can't do that. Can we get those no. sumo outfits? I miss those at ECU <laughs> baseball game. <laughs> we, Chandler and I remember used to do that. The, they, they used between to do innings? The, between in and sumo fights in left field, they and they also do, do like a dizzy bat race. Oh, yeah, and they, they used yeah. to do the... Uh, bounce the ball you sit on and bounce they yes. used to do, I mean, they do that in minor league games still since budweiser's are now a sponsor of baseball i don't understand why we can't have a dizzy bat race and this then a home derby. yeah we need to do keaton mitchell is a new ecu baseball fan somebody see him out there this weekend somebody had an Bring idea that he should be like the uh, ecu's version of the freeze like they do in atlanta <laughs> and try to erase keaton mitchell that is a perfect the, idea i they, just don't want him to pull a hammy or they something. do that papa john's uh the uh, thing in between innings. What inning is that? Like the fourth? Yeah, right. That could be fourth. part of his nil deal. Oh, when they go get <laughs> yeah, when the they go get the pizza box and run. That's his nil deal. Is being, is being the freeze. <laughs> if, you beat, if you beat Keaton. <laughs> All right, uh, Brandon. What are you raging about? Um, so we've raged about the nil. I mean, or the transfer portal and stuff like that. Not nil, but the transfer portal. Um, I'm gonna go forth on this. Uh, I got I got into a uh, little bit of a Facebook war with a very good friend of mine. Why did you do that? I didn't. No, not really. Wars are very good because then we end up laughing about talking about the Braves on the end. That's how it should be. Um, because that's laughable. The Braves. All right. Move um, on. But uh, so World Series champions. <laughs> they are. Can't take it away from them. Um, but it's hard to complain about kids leaving now i'd like to complain about kids leaving i think it's bad for college but it's hard to complain about kids leaving if they are so unhappy like tommy tanks so tommy yeah tommy white's leaving nc state if that hasn't been talked about yeah um kind of open thing and uh, my nc state sources are telling me he's going to florida state um that's like not set in stone but that was what somebody a good state friend of mine told me um but these people are so upset and i was like it's because he wants to play the field oh he can't play the field he made four errors in one game and i said so did trey turner but he panned out okay so i mean people calm the heck down these kids are gonna make mistakes as freshmen i, I go back look at um was it garrett, garrett sailor as a freshman what's his era 15 uh well carter spivey carter spivey yeah. carter spivey era is 15 19, he ended 18, up with 19, a little yeah. bit of love and a little bit of compassion and some hard work he ended up being halfway good folks <laughs> give these kids time to grow so what he made some errors he's gonna be air he's gonna be nervous he's gonna do everything let him let him be there you got to so obviously somewhere these coaches are like not nah, you made three errors you're done that's fine if the coach told you that and you want to leave but the player the these fans of these kids are like he wants to leave he's not good enough to go anywhere else well he's pretty freaking i good. love that part yeah, yeah too, where he's you, not good enough to play the field so that's why they uh, suspect he's leaving because they won't let him play well he so he started off as a first baseman okay and it and it wasn't he made a few errors and it wasn't worked out moved him to third base uh it didn't pan out and they moved him to dh of course what i was told by the same state person who was a former state baseball player his shoulder was hurt um and he couldn't really throw and do what he needed to so that was one of the reasons not because he couldn't catch the ball but because they were trying to save him and get him healthy he could hit fine but throwing and other stuff hurt him so but i was i probably he was told by Elliot Avent that hey you're not gonna get first dibs at playing the field anymore because you're just not as good as the other people and 
you know what maybe that's so but if you have that good of a player you figure out how to keep him happy also but he wasn't happy enough to stay he's possibly leaving more than i think it's like a 90 10 type of deal right now of him leaving and going to florida state so but man fans of these people if they leave they leave so what obviously they weren't happy if they don't want to be here let them go here's what i wanted to say and it deals with that i i hate the people and again we started off the segment talking about how selfish and me 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 brandon is Mm -hmm. i'm the same everybody is looking out for their own interest what's good for them you don't really care about the other guy and in this case in sports in college athletics when a player on your team leaves you say the, the nil and transfer portal is ruining college athletics this is terrible when a player comes in and transfers into the school that you root for you say oh man we got a good one here i love this is good here when a player leaves you you call them selfish when in reality you're doing the same thing they're doing they're thinking about themselves and what's in their best interest so just admit you don't give a damn about the guy unless he's wearing your uniform and when he decides not to wear your uniform just move on to the next guy who's going to take his spot and wear the uniform if that's what you if that's how you want to look at these guys exactly as fans you can't be supportive one day and not supportive the next i mean these guys come here sometimes they commit as 15 16 years old kids they're going to make mistakes they're going to make errors they're not trying to strike out on purpose they're not trying to throw balls on purpose shut up let them get through it let them work through it and sooner or later they're hitting 15 home runs in a single season or something like that 14 14 oh he hadn't got to 15 i don't know i don't think he's listening nah, he's not listening he's blowing his hair up out of his face right now that was that was a good little trick there um you love a guy when he's wearing your roster and then when he was wearing your team's jersey when he's on your roster and then you dislike him when he leaves, yet you love the guy that's transferring in. Do you not like the transfer portal completely? Do you like it, dislike it? I don't know what the hell Troy's doing. We're trying to do a radio show. He's showing me a shirt, and I'm just going to soldier through and do the program. Chandler, Shirley, y'all have anything to rage about? Troy D. Jungle Boy. Do you remember I remember week? everything. Do you remember... <laughs> Brandon, mm-hmm. do you remember last week your rage was You want me to flash talking. my tits? <laughs> what are you saying? Can we do the show? What do you want? What do you what do you want? Come in here. Jesus. God. This is a perfect time. Y'all this got something rage to rage run. about? Come on, rage. Let's go rage. Bring it on. They want to rage. Yeah, I got it's in there. Alright, what do you want me to do? I didn't know if you wanted to do it on camera later. Sure. They they got the boys want to rage. Alright, we're live right now. <laughs> they, you what is he What's doing? going on? Oh no! They, they're gonna rage. God. All so right. last week can't take y'all nowhere. Come right here to both of you. Come on. They're gonna have something to rage with. Raising them about Troy D bothering us. Next segment. Next segment coming up. All right. What do we got? So last week, Brandon, you said you had a problem with people in public talking public. on the phone. Oh yeah. With their aunt, uncle, whoever, sister, brother. On the speakerphone. Will well, you focus up. I'm, I'm listening. All right. It was my rage. I heard it. Well, I said it. <laughs> That's true. This week, <laughs> Tuesday to be exact, at the grocery store. Oh no! Got something better for you. People blaring music. Don't you? In the store. In the, In the store. store. That's a new one. Did it have blaring a Bose speaker? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there in line, and like you, you hear something off in the distance, and it grows and grows and grows. 
it's a group of people just like listening to music as they go and shop. And I'm like, how do you have the audacity to do that in public <laughs> in a store? Yeah. Like that is insane. What song was it? It was some, uh, I don't know. I haven't, I've never heard the song before, mm. but it was very upbeat and annoying. Like Brandon said last week, headphones are, uh, they're not a new technology. They're pretty inexpensive. Both of you, come on in. What is going what on? Are you Brandon, doing? you're making this worse. What are you no, I'm doing? I'm getting on Chandler's nerves. We're, they've never had a chance to rage, and you're taking it from them because they're only here on Mondays. Oh Why do you want to get on my nerves? What have I done? She's, yeah. My, my segment. The only person that has no say here is the host of the show. Or the producer, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Troy and Brandon are making all the calls. Yeah. Well, they've never had a chance to rage. Let them rage. All right. Ryder Giles, Bryson World, Troy D. in the Pirate Radio Studios. Just whatever gets on your nerves, Ryder. Wow. Well, while they're getting set up, can I What's rage on mine? Yeah, go ahead. Not getting the black. Can we talk about... Not getting what? Not getting the black. Yeah. Um, Chan- all right, just wait a minute. Probably- I'm done with my rage. Wow. I'm I've raging about, trying, I'm raging about Brandon Manning just taking over this show right now. Yeah, the hell is going is on me, in I here? I don't know. I can't control Jesus. the show, apparently. Okay. You, you leave for one hour, and then the show is just taken <laughs> over. You know what? Screw this. Shirley's, Shirley's, Shirley's out. Let me say, Shirley's this didn't out. happen when Ellerby was here. No. Me and Ellerby got along great. She, All right. She got Anger management rage room. You guys upset about anything in life or sports? Yeah. Nothing ever gets on your what nerves. What is your pet peeve, boys? There's got to be a pet peeve between just regular live people on the team. What? Ooh. Y'all are happy-go-lucky guys. Roommates? roommates? Pretty happy. All right. I think one of mine is when I get home um, from practice and Ben has the apartment temperature set to 73. Oh, oh. my God. That's way and, it, and, it's, right. and it's 95. <laughs> oh, my God. It's 76 in here right now. Hot Troy D needs it smoking in there. Uh, yeah, let's let's get that temp down a little bit. Anything, Ryder? Uh, roommates, I would say Spivey leaving his trash above the trash can instead of just taking it out. You're calling out Spivey quite a bit this week. <laughs> well, you, he's an All-American. He's pitcher of the year. You yeah. Know, you got to humble him. So. That's a good point. Good point. All right, I tell you what. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll reset. So what do we got going on, Troy D? Bryson is going to. If he wants to, we, he's got a brand new Pirate Radio vintage shirt we just printed. Okay. And I know, you know, he likes to have a shirt off at the end of games. Jesus you gotta Christ. Is this what we're doing? For the, you know, he... Troy, you got a problem, man. You got a problem. <laughs> this is crazy. I just want to interview the baseball players. And talk about sports and baseball. Awesome entertainment. Oh, you get your kicks off the air. All right, we'll talk baseball when we return. Brandy, and Bryson Moore will be naked. Yeah, oh, he's going to take your shirt off? No, I'm not. All right, we're back after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live Hour 2. Didn't know this was going to happen this week, so a special treat for you. How about uh, we open up the Delcor Players Lounge? with a couple pirate players who will be in action this weekend in the greenville regional that is great to say bryson whirl and Ryder giles joining brandon manning and i inside the pirate radio studios gentlemen great to talk with you for a few minutes how we doing doing good good to see you yep. so you had that practice today that is cliff joked about it on monday there's guys out there making sure you're not on like one second too long and yeah. all that so well how did today's fast practice compare to a regular practice as far as time as far as what you got accomplished yeah it was uh it was not the length of it was nice but um during was a little hectic it was uh very uh action-packed yeah there's a lot of running around going on um, <laughs> i think we're allowed like an hour and 15 minutes and we got all our stuff done in like just yeah. under an hour yeah all right hey so what'd you do the last 15 just goof off went home <laughs> <laughs> good deal That's uh brandon manning joining us i got a few numbers i want to go over some stats to consider shirley Brandon Manning, ECU alum. to consider. Uh, this year, Bryson Worrell has struck out 53 times. In his career, Brandon Manning, zero strikeouts. Ryder Giles, five errors this season. Brandon Manning, zero errors his entire career. Jeez, the complete package. <laughs> Stud. Also, long-lasting let's, impact let's on tear the elbow. And unless, there's the real, <laughs> unless there's That's real happened. dirt in the bullpen, he had, never got had, uh, had his few, jersey dirty either. At, ju- in, at the Juco level, I had a few strikeouts. Okay, but at East Carolina. At East, at ECU, no, it was just strictly like... And just the cleanest jersey you've no, ever seen. No, no, uh, no. Not clean. Would you roll around in the dirt? Hey, guys, and get this. His batting average, zero, zero, (laughs) zero. (laughs) Yes, yes. But left a a lasting impact. Uh, Did you guys, what was your regional activity when you played, Brandon? We didn't make a regional. Neither, what, two years? Uh, Billy Billy Godwin didn't make a, nah. So Uh, after you left. That was when they had uh, 2009. That was when the South Carolina stuff and all that oh, was yeah. like literally he got a lot of his recruits in there and really started turning some things around did good with it. All right. Well, sorry I brought that up. That was, that was all right. <laughs> I think uh, we were like 33 and 26 or something like that in my last year. Well, you guys, uh, 18 straight. It just continues on. Bryson, the uh, so many great plays. Somebody asked me last night at Sports Tribute AJ's to rank these plays from the tournament, and it was Jacob Jenkins Coward's, uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward's catch and spike uh the newton agnos newton double play and then the bryson catch and gun the guy at home i had yours at number one just because i don't know the announcer said and they're gonna score a run here (laughs) and it wasn't even close like you i don't know how about that play from your perspective bryson do you the whole way were you thinking i got this guy no not at all i mean (laughs) I, mean, I, I pretty much knew I'm going to throw it as hard as I can. Um, I think I said it one time. The wind was blowing to our back pretty hard. It's probably like a 10-mile wind, so I just thought I was catching throw it as hard as I could. 
And I was actually kind of surprised I made that far when I threw it. I was like, man, that's too low. It's going to bounce around the mound. And then Ben made a sick pick there at the end. And I go uh, compared it to something us nerds will understand. MLB the show. <laughs> when you do that perfect uh, run up on the ball. Yep. And and you, you judge that one perfect, it looked like. Yeah. The, the funny part about it was I was down there in the bullpen. And the uh, both the teams are like literally sitting right next to each other, and as soon as he hits it, their bullpen's like get out, get out, get out, and they're like ah uh, that that'll score a run though that's good, and then Bryson throws him out. It was the coolest angle from the bullpen, and they all just jaws on the ground. It was not it was a, awesome. a lazy fly ball to shallow center. No, it was, it was, uh, was yeah. 340 yeah, up there. Everybody off the bat, they were uh, they were calling for it to get out, but um, they were pretty confident it was going to score a run. Get out of and, where? Uh, well, I mean, th- that was their perspective. <laughs> Jesus Lord. <laughs> I mean, you never know. That Florida win, that started blowing, yeah. blowing pretty good. You never know. Well, Bryson hit a no-doubter to walk it off. That was one of those weird 10-run rule walk-offs. Yeah. So the, a few days prior to that, you had the walk-off that didn't leave the infield uh, that Lane Hoover <laughs> scored on. So, I don't know. Those two at-bats, they both end the game. And I was, I'm just wondering, do you feel any more pressure in that bottom of the tent scenario than you did that at bat in Florida? Yeah. Are you, you, yeah. you do feel that? Yeah, I mean, it's still a tied game in, I think, was it extra innings? Or I think it was the 10th or either mm-hmm. bottom nine. I can't, quite remember, yeah, I can't quite remember. But, no, there's definitely more pressure when you're not winning by 13 runs or – no, it was eight, eight, runs. Runs, eight runs at the yeah. time. Yeah, you can take a, a bigger hack. Yeah, maybe I definitely <laughs> a bigger hack there. I, I was think. disappointed in the lack of bat, bat flip because you had a pimp bat flip yeah. like if you you know two yeah. a couple of weeks ago and everybody's like made a big deal about that. But that one, that ball is still maybe in orbit. Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean that that one kid hit one like five thirteen a few weeks ago from yeah. like Oklahoma, and I thought that was I mean. Well, I don't think yours went five thirty. Yeah, yours went over the uh, yeah over the tiki bar Frenchies or whatever. Yeah. Uh, who had the best pimp job of the year? Jacob Starling, Starling. had a good Starling. one that comes to mind. How about you guys? I like uh, I like JC's helicopter throw. <laughs> In, instead of like flinging it like vertical, he does it sideways. It's pretty cool. He's got such a wingspan, like the windmill yeah. swing and bre- like some about yeah. his home runs look majestic. What did you like his most? There was I can't remember the opponent, but Bryson had one where yeah. he kind of it was like a slow motion, I, like the left-handed toss. one. Yeah, the left-handed one. Yeah, that was yeah. on the hype up video too yeah. for regionals. That's good stuff. Yeah, so. Uh, that was when you hit two uh, right and left that yep. game. Yeah, I think mine was probably the best. <laughs> what was that practice? You have or? one in your. Hey, how Flip, many? I hit one this you year. You did. Year. Come on now. Oh, that's right. Because that, I go. You was, gotta yeah. fact check yourself. Is that Come three on or now. four on your? Hold on, let me look at number three. Yeah. Okay, and two of them are off the same guy. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Ryder Giles one home run this season. Brandon Manning zero in his career. Exactly. Let me up. <laughs> yeah. Let me update the uh, pull up the JUCO stats. <laughs> <laughs> pull up the JUCO stats. <laughs> What'd you hit in JUCO? Uh, eight my freshman year and uh, what? Eight. What do you mean year. eight? Eight home runs my freshman year. <laughs> oh oh oh. Well, how about average? Uh, you mean eight hundred? <laughs> no no average. <laughs> yeah. Three, I know average three, doesn't matter. Three anymore. something. Right. Not not high threes, low threes. I don't know. Right, what's, your, what's your quality of bad percentage? That was not a stat they kept up. <laughs> we we had there was not much backside. That. So Bront Ward Bront Ward is at UCLA now. Who played at ECU? Uh, he was our assistant coach. That was his first coaching gig, and he taught it like literally like we were going to be playing whoever it was by the Stanford was hot by then. 
he treated it like it was the most business and he made it so fun to be at pit where i started out it was not a very serious atmosphere but when yeah. bryant was there and bryant was around it was like hey guys you, you could be doing anything you could be doing anything this is and he treated <laughs> he was just like cliff is yeah. right now so it made it cool it made it fun was tommy easton no no that was before no, that tommy was before took tommy over. took over uh Ryder giles bryson world joining us i just y'all want to interview brandon and talk no. about his playing days no <laughs> we should no it's no good stuff uh the reaction on monday guys we were all shocked uh to see first of all they kind of just popped that graphic up there right like yeah. there wasn't a lot of yeah. fanfare or yeah. warning no it just kind of went up there and everybody's looking like that's us One, two three <laughs> yeah so what, what was it like for you guys when you saw it um i i think shock was probably not I mean, excitement, and but a little bit of shock, too. I figured we were going to be around 13, 14, kind of like last year. Um, and then they popped that uh, you know, the, that graphic up there you're talking about, and we're like, whoa, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, they kind of announced it. They were like, here's the top eight seeds. And then, yeah, then it showed us at the bottom. Then everyone kind of was looking around. There's a little delay on the TV. So. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so on the TV, you guys are just sitting there like this, like yeah, because it hadn't caught up to the yeah, celebration. There was, there was probably like a 20 to – probably a 20-second yeah. delay. Yeah. Uh, and it was awesome. You got to see the opponents come in. Cliff Godwin said it's his least favorite question, but I'll ask you guys, what do you think about the uh, the competition, Virginia, Coastal, and coming up tomorrow, Coppin State? I think it's good. Um, you know, Virginia was in the conversation to host all year. I think they were top ten for the majority of the year. Um, and then Coastal is probably one of the better three seeds out there. So, um, and, and, you know, you can't take uh, – cop and stay for granted they steal a lot of bags so we got to keep them off base tomorrow but um i don't know i i'm just uh you know excited we got we know we got to play good baseball no matter who it is bryson uh what do you think no i mean similar thoughts i mean it's pretty much what we've been doing all year haven't really been worried about who we're playing um to say uh, but yeah i mean we're gonna go out there we're gonna play our brand of baseball as coach godwin says and we're ready for for anything uh, speaking of brands of baseball, I love the shirts today. You got the uh, toughness over it's, talent. It's the Mission Week shirt. Mission Week yeah. shirt. You've got the uh, yeah. only the best for the Pirates. That's right. Outfitted by Adidas. That's right. You're official there. Officially right. official. Yep. You got an NIL deal with Adidas? No. <laughs> I got like two older shirts. We just need to burn one of them because it's been the curse. Yeah, let's do it. It says we're going. Billy Godwin put we're oh, going yeah. on the back. That's and, a, do y'all yeah, know about that, that one? No. The yeah, we're and, going. And we it, he, has a, he had we one. We ain't been yet. It's got like, it's, it goes your whole back. It says hard work, beat, uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And it's like that long on the back. So I can't wear it in public. Yeah. People stare at me too long. <laughs> um, trying to read it. I'm trying to read it, man. It's a big sentence. How do you know people are staring at you from behind? <laughs> you do. <laughs> you start stare at their shirts. I have a question for you guys. This is a good. This is a good ECU question. This so is not uh, gonna be a good question. No, it really is a good question. Uh, we make a big deal every year about playing in regionals about having the night game to have the bigger crowd. Um, how do you feel about playing at one o'clock in the heat versus dodging rain showers at seven o'clock? Good question. That's a good question, Bryson. You want to answer it first? Or? Sure, I'll take I don't it. like the weather, but I'm not going to talk about <laughs> talk the weather. About the weather. <laughs> I'll talk about the weather. I'll see no. how Bryson answered it then on baseball. I think it's a little different just because it is in the middle of the day and maybe some some fans that haven't got off work yet. Um, I think that might – I don't think it will factor into attendance just because I know we have the best fans in college baseball, so I think we'll still be packed. But um, definitely going to be a little warmer in the in the middle of the day. Um, yeah, I – I, do, I think the the night crowd is is pretty sick um we had that my freshman year which was Bryson's sophomore year and that was really cool but um 
with the earlier game, I it's nice that you get to get off your feet and then kind of watch the the next game, and then you know you get in bed a little earlier and all that good stuff. Rest for the for the next day is a little bit better. I was going to ask, is that important? That let's say you take care of business on Friday, you're done around four o'clock. You don't play again until saturday at seven o'clock yeah as opposed to getting home at like 11 midnight like is that a difference for you guys you think i i can notice a difference i don't know i mean i think you can see that this weekend we played um houston the last game the conference tournament um oh we played we played the first game then they had they had to play a game they lost the first one then had the double header so they it you could definitely tell in the game on sunday they were pretty worn down right Brandon, that was a great question. We got some good answers. So thank you. Thank you. That was good stuff. I mean, I I get tired of like every time we have a region, it's going to rain on that first day. I mean, it it really is, man. I mean, it sucks, but I mean, it it gets tiring for y'all to go out there and get started one inning and then sit for two. I think one night we got started like one or something. I felt like I was out there until three in the morning watching ECU baseball. I forgot what year (laughs) that was. Um, But maybe when y'all were there a few years ago, it rained. I was sitting in the car with like six wet people in the car right there. It was not good. And there was no fried chicken around to be eaten. We were just all sitting there like, hey, you want to play tic-tac-toe? I mean, it was like, what, what are we doing? Um, but, yeah, I, the 1 o'clock game is going to be hot. But, I'm, I mean, I think a lot of people, I've talked to a lot of parents, there's a lot of people going to get their kids out of school yeah. early. For, I mean, it's I'm, like a national holiday in Greenville. It, it really is. It and, really Ryder, you talk about the night game and how awesome it is. That yeah. Saturday winner's bracket night game is, yeah. like, my favorite game of the yeah. year. If you can get there, it's yeah. going to be awesome. And I was I had uh, Jake Agnos on the show yesterday. One of my favorite memories is actually a losers bracket Saturday game where Jake had that uh, eight inning performance against NC State. So yeah. that that's a big day either way. Either you're playing your way into the regional championship or you're staying alive. But yeah, that's Saturday night under the lights that has potential to be my my favorite day of the season. Yeah, yeah, I remember the one last year uh, against Charlotte. Yeah, against Charlotte, Bryson hit the double down the line. I I literally. You could see the stadium was like shaking. It was so loud. And then you had Hoover come through. Yeah. To score yep, Bryson. Yep. yep. Big Hoof came yep. in right after. And uh, that was a, a great comeback win. Speaking of comeback wins, you guys have done quite a bit of that during the streak, including in Clearwater. Uh, got down early to, to Tulane. Uh, at this point, whether you're up three, down three, whatever, and it's the fifth, sixth inning, you're thinking we're going to win this game, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We started out two lane, give up four in the first, or I think about three in the first and then one yeah. in the second. Man, it's not really how you draw it up to start a game. But, I mean, like you said, we have a lot of confidence. I mean, we've been through a lot of diversity at the beginning of the year. I mean, we've been through so many situations where we've come back, we've been behind early in the game, and, I mean, I feel like we can, we can win just about any situation. Yeah. Ryder, uh, is it – was it Turner Brown that told the famous like look around yeah. and soak this in? Yeah, that's a great story, uh, and we can tell it again. But yeah. he basically told you as a youngster to mm-hmm. appreciate this, right? Yeah, he did. It was so it was my freshman year. He was playing. He played short. I played third. And we run out there, and uh, he kind of he's like walking over towards me, and Turner was kind of like, um, I guess, kind of like a my, my mentor. Um, and so I saw him, I saw him walking over me, over towards me. I was like, Oh God, what did I do? I did something. It was like a disappointed father coming at me and he looks at me. He's like, he's like, uh, you should really like turn around, just take all this in. Cause this doesn't happen everywhere. And, um, I did. And man, it was, it was a feeling I'll never forget. It was probably one of the coolest moments of my life. So now your job is to tell the young guys that, right? Yeah. You got to pay it forward. Right. Make sure they understand exactly what yeah. they're appreciating. That's really yeah. cool. And Turner, 
uh had a successful year as a high school coach you know where he is brandon Ryder. where the championship right yeah i believe yeah. so yeah so that I think was, he, I think he was coach of the year too did he play jake smith former uh that, that do you know jake name Mm-mm. Yeah, that's why I didn't play. He won the Johnny Bench Award that year, and I, just, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, that's why he didn't play." Yeah, shut up, Cliff. <laughs> um, but uh, no, man. I mean, I, I think he might have played Jake Smith either in the fourth round or the state championship, which would been cool. So Hunter Allen is an assistant on UNCG with Billy Godwin, former Pirate shortstop yep. coach. You've got. Uh, we just talked about Turner Brown. Yeah, he passed the torch to you. So is baseball coaching in your future, Ryder? Probably. Yeah. Really? Probably, yeah. All right. I think so. Good deal. I think so. Asked we, an answer. We got eight U All Stars starting up pretty soon. <laughs> you want to get your feet wet? <laughs> I, me, I will say this: uh, if you we, got an opening, let me know. We finished uh, a few years ago, and uh, there was the team in Winterville. They were they were pretty good, and they were all like a 10, 11 year old that age right there. Burley came and practiced with them every day, like hit fungos, and he wore them out. <laughs> really? He took no prisoners, and he came out there. He's like, hey, guys, this is what you got to do. This is how you got to take it serious. And, I, I mean, that, it does mean a lot to young kids, but, um, you know, you're going to stay here and work the camp, so you'll see all the same kids there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Both camps? Yeah. All right, good deal. Yeah. I enjoy that. That's a lot of fun. We'll wrap it up with Ryder and Bryson here. I thought of a, an odd question. So I, I had a younger sister – and I have a daughter, so I watched a lot of Disney movies. <laughs> so I don't know how versed you guys are in Disney. Why are you looking at me like that? I talked to your sister the other day. She said, hey, don't talk to my sister. <laughs> it was at a school function. I don't care where. And I, I talked to Pam. Dude, don't talk to my mom. Or you know what? You can talk to my sister. Don't talk to my mom. <laughs> your, your mom and your dad were there. So all right, that's fair enough. Um, if <laughs> I don't even know how to word this, so what Disney? like dude are you lightning mcqueen okay that's a car but i yeah. guess it counts is, that's my favorite movie is god Pix- I is pixar disney times. yeah that it, counts well it's okay. on disney plus so all right i'll give it <laughs> if it's on disney plus how do you know that because if you're telling me you don't like the movie cars don't act cool i do yeah <laughs> but I, I also have a seven-year-old don't be too cool i have two disney kids you've probably watched it a million times by now all three of them yeah actually the, okay the other one the first one's good the other ones are kind of whack the, the last one where he had like these super super fancy cars that got kind of good yeah. i don't think i saw past the first one but i watched that one a trillion times uh bryson um you kind of got the look hercules man. i'm thinking tarzan yeah, all right. That makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Mo- Mowgli. Or what was Mowgli? Mowgli. Who are you, Brandon? Uh, you got I, a Gaston be, look to you. Gaston? Yeah. Uh, nah. I'd be the, uh, what was that panda bear in Jungle Book? <laughs> the panda bear. Baloo. Baloo. I'd be Baloo. All right. Just, what about you? Bird, you I've always been a big Eric guy. Okay. Do you know who that is? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Little Mermaid. He's got good hair. Ah, uh, yeah. There you go. Eric. Kind of get me on the, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no? All right. Uh, you guys want to chime in on this one, Chandler? <laughs> no. Be all right, Shirley threw her mic out a long time ago. That's a good call. Good call. All right, guys. Good to have a few uh, chuckles in, and uh, we'll get to work tomorrow, I guess, right? Hydrate. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Hydrate. <laughs> yeah, what is the, the plan for tonight to be ready for a 1 o'clock game? Get some dinner and get to bed early. Nope, yeah. Same thing. Are y'all giving orders on that? That's more of a football thing, probably. But I, mean, I guess any athlete, as far as how much you should drink water-wise, like leading up to a game or anything. 
or do you just? I think I think a gallon a day is a pretty consistent yeah figure. Okay, I think that's. I like the Gatorade water bet. mix. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, as long as you're getting that uh, hydration. Which flavor? Yeah. Orange. I'm not picky. Okay. Any flavor. Anyone works. Ryder, Bryson, really appreciate you guys joining us all year long. It's been a lot of fun. Good luck this weekend, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Thank you, guys. Keep on keeping on. Thank you. All right, there is Ryder Giles, Bryson Whirl inside the Delcor Players Lounge. If you have a cooling issue right now, you are smoking hot, so you need to call Delcor, 321-8868, or visit DelcorInc.com. When we return, C.J. Mayhew and Zach Agnos. Agnos will do most of the talking, I'm assuming, (laughs) coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Alrighty, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Hour number three. Troy, thanks for being here, hour one. That was fun. <laughs> Helping good me to, out. Good to be back. And we got a uh, big day. We got our players in here. Did not know this was going to happen this week, so a yeah. special treat to see you guys in here. Uh, we got Zach Agnos and cj mayhew coming off a conference championship and cj's got the proof right there on his chest got the new gear looking good that does look good congrats guys great weekend uh in clearwater how was it for you thank you it was a lot of fun uh it was hot i guess we brought some heat back with us uh to Greenville. um it was really fun just to continue playing baseball and uh winning it for sure are you upset you got snubbed for the uh player of the tournament not and at jj all. uh not at all okay. I, I was happy because he got snubbed for his uh, all-conference selection so um i'm glad that he got that just to kind of shove it where sun don't shine <laughs> do you think ecu got snubbed with the eight seed should have been a maybe a six seed <laughs> <laughs> cj you can answer that one <laughs> Nah. <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect. It puts a real chip on the shoulder. That's but. right. You were on the, the video I shot, CJ, and you're kind of, I don't know, you you had a bit of a shock, I guess, when you first saw it, or at least, yeah. I don't know if you were expecting to see that graphic, and a lot of people weren't. So what was going through your mind when you saw East Carolina was on the bottom right as the number eight seed? Uh, well, when, when they announced it, I think they said this is the top eight seeds in uh I think I looked around. I think I might have looked at Zach or something. Zach was looking around, and then I heard everybody just start cheering. So, I mean, I kind of got chill bumps though when when it came up. Well, the night before they put out that East Carolina was going to host, so yeah. I thought, yeah. okay, well, they're all the, the fanfare's over. The yep. surprise is over. We host. That's awesome. The question is, who but, will we play in cor- Greenville? Correct. Like, and where will we? And then yeah. who will we match up with in a super regional if we yeah. were to win? But man, talk about a plot twist! I didn't never saw number eight coming. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I, we, I mean, I didn't really expect it. I didn't think we were going to be 16. I, I knew right. we weren't going to be 16. Um, 
18, 8 was definitely a shock. I remember just seeing his, like, JC just, like, stand up and do his, like, sort of freak out. It's like, and then, like, do the thing with his tongue where he's like, ah, I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> Uh, the teams coming in, it'll be Coppin State tomorrow and then Coastal Carolina, Virginia playing tomorrow night. Uh, Zach, any, you know, you're a Virginia guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to beat them more than you want to beat anybody else type of thing? Um, Were you recruited? Like, no, did you? I didn't, I honestly didn't know where, Cop- I didn't know Coppin State was in Maryland, honestly. Um, Have I, you been able to scout them at all? I mean, we get a little bit, like, we know who's starting against us tomorrow. Um, starting to think like they sent us a video so the hitters are starting to work on their own approach and coach gallon's working on his approach and um the one thing we know about them is that they run a lot and they steal a lot of they got like 130 bags on the year so that's all we really know not a problem for you guys when you're turning double plays that's on right. potential steals how about that play zach you got to see yourself on sports center there yeah that was honestly it was kind of like a dream come true like i, I grew up watching like ryan zimmerman who was my idol growing up i used to watch him like be on sports center top 10 and uh you know i i really didn't know what to I, my mom texted me she's like number seven that a boy love like blah 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 and she's all happy so it was, it was really cool and uh do you practice that particular because that was like so much instinct for you to make the tag spin you probably weren't even looking when you made the throw home that was like instinct right yeah well the thing was like i i kind of peaked as the ball was coming to the guy on third and then i heard the third base coach yell go go because i i guess he wasn't going and so I just tagged. I was like, you know what? I got a good. I can, I can make this double play. And I threw it. And then I thought, I thought, I honestly thought they were going to call Ben for uh, blocking the plate. So that is a rule in yeah. college, just like it is in the pros. Yeah, but I think Ben was playing the ball pretty well, so there's nothing to like overturn it. Made kind of a late move to right. Get in front. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we'll we'll call. It. <laughs> what if that would have been strike three? Triple that would have made it. That would have been number one on sports. That would have strike them out, throw them out, throw them out. <laughs> that would have been triple crazy. Play, yeah. uh, CJ Mayhew, Zach Agnos joining us. CJ, uh, you are not starting tomorrow. Have they told you to to be ready? Are you off tomorrow? What's your uh, your situation? No, uh, I mean uh, they really haven't said much. Uh, I know Gross is going tomorrow, and then uh, I mean if he gets in trouble, I'll be I'll be ready. You kind of always have to be ready, don't you? Yeah. 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 It's kind of like playoff baseball. Especially at this yeah. point in the season, too. Yeah. Like, I remember the Nats throwing Max Scherzer against the Cubs in Game 5. Um, you never know. Just you got to be ready, too. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. somehow. All hands on deck. <laughs> All hands on deck. Yeah. Talk to, we talked to your brother earlier That's this what week, I heard, yeah. You, you want to hear, uh, hey, Shirley, do we, you got uh, Jake and his cuts from yesterday? Shirley! Shirley. Oh! Hey. You got the uh, <laughs> Jake cuts from We're yesterday. We're live. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to bother you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, interrupting my time and everything. Were you playing Candy Crush yeah. still? Yeah, by yes. the way, that's it's your, your fault. fault. <laughs> I, we've talked about it. I've already been yelled at. She's, uh, you got her addicted to this thing, I, and now she can't even put in the work. Candy uh, Crush is like 10 years old. You're just addicted to it now? No, I I played it a long time ago, and then I stopped. She was in remission. Uh-huh. I was in remission, and <laughs> oh, the Zach kept mentioning it, and Connecting. I was like, i got to go back and play. So and rehab now. for Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I asked your brother, Jake. Hold on, hold on about your uh you know your pitching and yeah. being on the mound and he kind of just talked about you uh and your whole season overall and we're gonna have those comments hold on when charlie's did done you have one Candy or Crush. two should be two 
Okay, the one is missing. Oh, dear. <laughs> Somebody didn't put... Oh, here it is. Here yeah, it is. It I got is. it. It's I got there. it. I got it. Right All right, here we go. Here we go. Error, Set one. it up again, Clip. Here we go, number one. I'm good. I appreciate you having me on. Nah, that's so that's not it. No, it's not it. No, it's not in here. In your business, an E. This is an E on Shirley. Should be Jake Agnos one and two from yesterday. I see the two. I don't see the one. All right, well, hold on one second. Let me go. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Make sure. Because you know, at times we have to go to the bullpen and bring have, in Wes Hines. No, 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 no. you be quiet. Oh, no, don't. Our say closer. <laughs> no, no. Troy, this you is, be quiet. You get two mound visits. This is our first. Okay, all right. We're leaving. Right. Right. Keeping the ball. In this is like Coach Cowell going to the mound and telling the guy he's still in the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of rare, right? Yeah, oh, I see. There's a like, there's a space in here. What does he tell? The there it is. When he uh, goes out there, and he's like, "You're not coming out of the game." And then Spivey, it's usually Spivey. He's like, "No, I'm not coming out of the game. No, I'm not. I'm staying in. I'm finishing this." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> so speaking like, of which, your your uh, your brother got super mad at Cliff. Do you remember that? It was like he was throwing. He wanted a complete game. I don't know if it was a no hitter. No, he went. So it was in the ninth inning, and Coach Gowan said, "Because Jake was like 130 pitches towards the end of the inning." He's like, "Hey, if you let one guy on, you're you're done." And Jake got the first two guys out, and then the umpire missed the strike three call, and then which I, everybody knows he missed it because the umpire on Sunday, because I was in Myrtle Beach, we drove back up and met Jake. Umpire goes up to Jake, he's like, "Hey, I'm sorry about that call on Friday," mm-hmm. and then <laughs> gives up a hit, walk, walks a guy, and then Coach Galwood starts yelling at the umpire. And the crowd starts booing Coach G for taking Jake out, and Jake was like, "I'm fine, I'm fine." Like, kind of turned around, and Coach G just went. I mean, he went in on Jake, and Jake was like, you can see Jake. Jake was like, all pissed off. And then Coach G started going in, and then you saw the fear start setting his eyes because, you know, Coach G can get crazy. Like, when he's mad, he'll get crazy. And Jake's like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm good, I'm good. Great moment uh, with uh, with Cliff and Jake there. All right, so we got, I, I have it now. All right, this is Jake talking about his brother, Zach. I've just been so impressed with how Zach handled himself, especially when I think back to the beginning of the year and – he started struggling a little bit. I thought that that was such an easy time for him to have folded and, and not been able to, to bounce back like he has. But, you know, offensive, I think just as an all-around player, he's just done a phenomenal job with the circumstances. But on the mound, it's funny. It's like I almost get as nervous as, you know, I would be pitching. And I was telling Coach Galwin, I always bit my nails and I stopped over the quarantine. That was one of my bad habits that I stopped. <laughs> But once I got back on the mound, that went out the door. I like I find myself I get so nervous, and uh, but I'll tell you what, every time he gets on the mound, he 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 just has that, like you said, bulldog mentality, which is something I probably credit to my dad for instilling in us. You know, every time we pick up the ball, that's what he wanted. So, uh, but you know, they're popping him out there a lot. I kind of got worried. I'm like Zach, you got to make sure you got to remember you're playing short every day. <laughs> like you know, you got to make sure. But he he says he feels great and. Uh, Man, it's always great to see someone who wants the ball every time, and I think that's just the biggest thing is, you know, Zach knows that whatever the situation is, he's going to go there and do his job, and and it's just been fun to watch, and uh, the results have been great too, which is even better. Jake Agnos, he joined us on the show yesterday if you want to hear that entire interview. And Zach, we've talked in the past. It's got to be awesome to hear the compliments, but he shoots it straight. He'll yeah. tell you if you're doing something wrong. He'll tell you if you're being too swaggy and too cute. Out. Like, right. He'll, he'll, and you got to appreciate that, right? Oh, oh, yeah. He's the same way with CJ. He'll tell him, he'll t- tell him how it is. And uh, like I remember 
Carter came up to me. He's like, dude, I just saw your brother up there watching in Clearwater. He's like, I've never seen someone so locked in on pitching. And he said the same. I, like, I saw it with seat. Like, he was in there, like, trying to critique me. Like, maybe if I'm tipping a pitch or something, he's up there, man. And it's it's really it's really special. And, yeah, I've had some tough conversations with him about pitching, but uh, it's all working out. And, um, no, it was, it was really good to see Jake, and it was really good uh, – very kind words to him. He doesn't really say that to my face, but <laughs> right. he probably didn't want me to play that for you. Yeah, too. he probably's gonna get mad. I felt my phone buzz. It was probably him texting me, <laughs> <laughs> giving you pointers yeah. on what you're doing wrong. Well, he did critique you a little bit. Jake, by the way, acts like he's an 80 year old man now. Yeah, he kids thinks... these days and all that stuff. I know, yeah. I know. He thinks he's he looks so... older too. Yeah. Okay, he sent me a text. He was pissed at us that for that picture, picture we put I, up. That, well, <laughs> it looked like we used the H. Just, filter. Wait, wait, I think it was the wait. filter we put on it. No, it made him look a little Pete Roseish, maybe. <laughs> he's just mad because like, our whole family GM started roasting him about it. it. it was, <laughs> I will say, like the filter did make him look older than he is, and it was the angle he was sitting in. You know, I mean, I thought it was a good. Content, hey, it looked like you just got back from the war. <laughs> yeah, he had this winter jacket on. Yeah, someone, my mom, yeah. my mom or was, someone sent a picture of Josh Brolin in there. Said he looks like him. Yeah, it's, <laughs> CJ, check this one out. What do you think? <laughs> it's, it's like an old man. A little different. <laughs> someone always said, "Looks like Pete Rose waiting to get in the Hall of Fame." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just wasted away over there. This All right, is who they said he looked like. Right there. <laughs> that is yeah. pretty good, yeah. Yeah. All right. So the old man Jake is mad at you kids with your NIL and all that stuff. Hit uh cut too, Shirley. I asked him about uh the NIL and, and Zach and everything. So I always give Zach a hard time because I felt like I put in all the hard work and, <laughs> and you know, tried I thought Packard and I really did a tremendous job of, of uh you know, kinda involving Pirate Nation and yeah. and being more outspoken and vocal. But like I said, when I was there, we couldn't even have a meal paid for us when we went out. But uh, no, I really, like I said, it's, it's awesome when you're allowed, you know, you're able to, to connect these guys with the community. And uh, I know they're having a blast and it's always fun. And I see those questions you guys ask them. So oh, yeah. yeah, I always give Zach a hard time because he gets the Barstool shirt deals and all that. <laughs> while I was just doing it because I was enjoying it. There you go. Yeah, I, you get all the perks. He laid the foundation. He did. For you. He did. We call him the bulldozer. That's Just right. Laying the foundation. <laughs> You'll appreciate this, Troy. By the way, Bryson, uh, after he talked to the media on Monday at the event at Town Bank Tower, Cliff said, "Good job, Bryson." And he said, "Yeah, radios helped me a lot." Yeah, well, I do. So that's, that's yeah, pretty cool I, to hear. That is cool, and I think that was one of the things when we talked to you guys mm-hmm. initially. One of the byproducts of this is it does get you more media experience than you would yep. normally have in a setting that's a little more comfortable a little more natural where you right. can be yourself and as you guys continue on with your careers as we said whether it's baseball or something else this will pay dividends yeah for sure can you I, get your it, poor brother a lunch by the way next time you see him a what a lunch just tell, buy him a meal tell you yeah, what he's oh, really I'm, tell him i'm gonna take him to, i'm gonna give him a one day nil deal to parker's park <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yeah i'm gonna sign him for yeah, one day we'll get him in studio that'll be we'll good take him to lunch <laughs> which by the way he said if things go right this weekend we could see a jake agnos appearance in greenville I, next weekend i had no idea there's a well there's a shocker for you right there <laughs> uh how cool was it though another thing and, and on a serious note I said it to Jake that the Agnoses have meant a lot to ECU baseball, and that's a two-way street. ECU baseball has meant a lot to the Agnos family, and you can speak to that too, right? Yeah, Jake? yeah, and uh, I, I mean, just the way this year's gone, and 
um even before this year man like people have always supported me my brother my family um yeah i mean i'm really speechless i don't i don't know what to say about pirate nation they've been they've been a family to me um everybody i'll be walking walking into a restaurant someone will come up to me and give me a hug and just tell them that if i need anything they're there for me and it's just been it's truly been special and uh I mean, I can't tell you guys how much my team means to me, how much Coach Godwin, Blake Hardery, Heath Blackman, AK, Coach Blount, all of those guys involved in there. They're just the most genuine people that genuinely care for you, genuinely care about the game of baseball, and they truly care about making you a better person uh, by the time you leave. Troy, didn't uh, did I hear you say earlier, Cliff said this is the best chemistry he's yeah, had Yeah, I asked uh, Coach about that today, how this team matches up with other teams he's been, especially, you know, which have all been tight teams yeah yes he said this team has the best chemistry that he's been around which i thought was pretty high praise what's that brotherhood like cj with you guys in the locker room (laughs) no it's good uh i mean i think every guy on the team there's 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 no guys on the team that butt heads with each other and if we do it's uh it's in a good and loving way uh i mean i think the the connection and the relationships with with the coaches and the players are at uh, really high this year i mean i know with ak uh we can joke around with them before practice during practice and uh i think just building that relationship helps us on the field says a lot about you guys too because i remember when cliff was in here and you were sitting out there he said you were one of the guys that could take the coaching and sometimes hard coaching and you listen and and you you do you know you you can take the coaching yeah yeah, which not all players can right uh, yeah, not, not all players, but uh, if you can't take coaching from Coach Godwin, you will not be here very long. <laughs> you don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I had someone ask me, "Is there another Agnos? Do you have a younger brother?" Uh, no, he, but I do have a cousin. Cousin, I was going to say, is there somewhere it's, on it's the a, family tree? It's a Miller, though. It's Miller. Oh, but no. he's, okay. he's we'll change his name. Can we do Miller Dash? <laughs> he's know? a he's a stud. He he actually just finished up his freshman year of high school. Where's wow. he live? In Richmond, Virginia, so right. it's only about two and a half hours. Have you talked to Coach Godwin about this? Yes, Is he on I the have, radar. I have planted the seed All with right, Coach nice. Godwin, and uh, he's just, he had a real, he's hit, he hit about three eighty as a freshman. Sweet, and he's a he's a little stud on the mound too. So, because uh, our best recruiters are the existing players. That's right. That's you know, right. That's a, you guys know that's a big part of recruiting. For sure. So, uh, Brandon had a question that I'll ask you guys. What are y'all doing this summer? Do you have summer plans as far as playing yet? Um. It's up in the, it's up in the air right now. I want to play. Um, the original plan was for me not to play and stay here to help out the younger guys, but I think me and Coach Gower to try to work something out with maybe go back to the Cape. Who knows? Um, I want to play. Um, he's worried about me trying to doing a lot. That's with, a lot of with games. The workload and yeah. stuff, which is understandable and I appreciate. But um, you know, I just think the more reps I get, the better uh, the better I'll be. So. CJ, you got any plans yet? Or? Uh, no, I was I was here last summer. This summer, I'm doing uh, my, I'm taking a taking classes right now and uh, doing my internship back home when the season ends. Okay, so uh, you're gonna be resting the arm soon. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, good tonight. <laughs> good tonight. All right, uh, Greenville Regional beginning on Friday, and you guys will be playing in the one o'clock game. So it's going to be a hot one. We know that. And you um, guys seem pretty loose. I mean, all the guys we talked to today earlier uh, on the field and today in studio, I mean, you see, I think that's the key, too. I think having fun, someone answered that question, like, what's right. different? I think that was you. Oh, that was. I think yeah. I asked you in the, yeah, the press conference earlier what the difference is with this, this team, first half versus really second half. Right. And you said this team's they're having fun Right. Now. And, you know, that's something, like, I feel like early in the year, um, we almost, like, tried too hard to win. Like, we tried to force wins, like, mm-hmm. rather than just, like, 
going out there, just being with each other, realizing that it's just a game of baseball. Like, it's just a game. Like, it's literally a game. It doesn't – I mean, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to everybody on our team. But at the end of the day, like, I mean, it doesn't – it's not gonna. It's not life or death. Right. Like, it's just out there. You're going out there with 40 of your best friends. You got 3,000 people on average supporting you. Mm-hmm. Like, what more could you ask for? And so it's just like – it's just really like – just freeing us up and letting us just go be ourselves really and you can see that with cj and jc and bright everybody man it's it's been fun clip i heard a day at lunch they were down to like 300 uh standing room only jungle tickets left so uh, the grandstand i've heard is sold out uh, there are a few tickets remaining. Maybe well, not. Who knows? What are you upset? Now, they hadn't sold them all. Yeah. That's, <laughs> hey, what, so are what are we doing? What are we doing? Feel like a telethon. We need three hundred more people, folks. Call in now. Make those phones ring. One eight hundred dial ECU. What is what, is, what? How many are they selling? Like what's? It's going to be like five thousand. Five plus. Yeah. Because yeah. last year was five thousand, but I think that was just because of COVID. Yeah. But I also heard that. Hmm, I'm not. You know what? I'm not. Well, there's a certain capacity the stadium has, so yeah. they can they can do they, only. Do they ever cap it off for the jungle? Uh, they do yes they can only have a certain amount even in the, even though it's outside yeah and it's standing room there's still a a cap on it yeah it's not unlimited yeah but it, it's gonna be packed guys yeah 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 be, don't gonna, worry about it's that. gonna be fun yeah. it's i'm so i mean i remember talking about my uh meeting before the season because i remember i was talking to jc about it and i was in about halfway through the season i was like dang really not gonna be able to host like it's gonna be really tough and now here we are and i'm freaking pumped it's gonna be fun <laughs> schedule sets up good if, if you win friday at one you get a, almost a full day rest on friday you get to relax on saturday most of the day because then you don't play again i believe seven o'clock seven, in, the, yeah. in the winner's bracket so uh that's a huge advantage i think that and then imagine the crowd and how pumped oh, up yeah. that'll be a saturday night 7 p.m start <laughs> finish under the lights i mean that'll, that'll be a what i like to call a football-like atmosphere at clark or claire and we don't need to tell you guys this in fact you've already talked about it but you've had some uh some issues with four seats were you on the, was, you were not on the Quinnip- quinnipiac team hey, Clint, or were you? what are you doing I'm telling you to be ready for Thomas State tomorrow. <laughs> you thought I was on the, the team with – you thought I played with Jake? Oh, okay. I, look, my years get mixed up. Hey, I should have looked at that picture and realized he played yeah. 20 years Hey, Zach, ago. it's a lot of years and a lot of beers ago, okay? Cut a lot of games. Uh, yeah. I'm you were bad. on the Norfolk State. Uh, I was. That was yeah. trailing, right? That yeah. was trailing. Well, I'll tell you what he was a part of. The series against Bryant this season. That's right. Where we were supposed to start That's with right. a sweep. It was a top 25 <laughs> team we were. There we go. And we started 0-3. But line. I remember a clip we coming on that five. show Monday telling everyone to con- I was going to go back and get the audio because we were joking. Oh you know, Brandon Manny was joking about yeah. how he was one of the few people. I didn't give up on this team. I remember saying everyone needs to calm down. There's a lot of baseball left. It's on the tape. We can go back and hear it. I can play. It I next believe. Monday. I remember. Yes. It. And I, I was trying to calm everybody to down. Football. And I'm now, like, now I look like else. I look like a true visionary. Clip. Yeah. Way to go, Troy D. Once again, it is about you. Uh, point being, and you're not going to do it anyway. But can't take anybody lightly. Right. Of course. Yeah. So. Of course. All right, good stuff, guys. We'll let you run. CJ, sorry with Troy and Zach in here. You didn't get a lot of work today. <laughs> it's fine. We were, he's resting. We're resting him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next week you can talk more. All right, uh, but seriously, I appreciate you guys all year long, man. This has yeah. been a blast. It's and, been fun. We're going to do it like it too. One more week next week, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. We got, we're going to talk about Super. Oh, yeah. People have enjoyed it. Hopefully, you guys have gotten positive feedback oh. from it, gotten something from it. So we got, We've got a lot. We really good. appreciate it. All right. Well, uh, good luck this weekend, guys. We'll see you out there.
CJ Mayhew, Zach Agnos joining us. Shirley, you want to open up the booty bag and give something away? Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, what are we giving away today? How about lunch for two at Tiebreakers? Lunch for two at Tiebreakers. If you are not one of the lucky ones to be at Clark and Claire, you can watch the action at yeah. Tiebreakers this weekend or maybe after the game uh, Friday. That could be a Head little uh, post game celebration victory dinner there, you go. there. That could be a good call. A lot of great options on that yeah. menu. Shirley, what color are we looking for? Color 10. Color 10, 317 We're back with more after. After this you're listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit, love your transformation, and congratulations to Jeff Dover of Greenville. Picked up lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Yeah, I know. Uh, Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Now let's head back into the show. Here is Clip. All right, back with you. Pirate how does he radio always live? win when I'm, always when when I'm on, on the show? show? This and why doesn't inside. his brother Benjamin ever get to win? This is the inside because, job. Because Ben Dover never gets to win, Shirley. It's always Jeff. As <sighs> soon as I answered the phone and he told me, he said, I said, who's this? Jeff Dover. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> and, she, and she said, congratulations. <laughs> I was like, yay. There comes another Ben Dover, Jeff. Nothing against you, Jeff. It's just it's not, Troy making no, the I, that I specifically told Jeff, I said, it's not you, it's yeah. him. <laughs> Every time, and you're here two times a week. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Sometimes in the three o'clock hour when we don't even give away stuff. It, it, so yeah. it, right. it, it's always Troy D, five o'clock hour dover wins it's crazy and that's one of those things and i know you guys get on me about time and the passage of time but oh here we go <laughs> this this week not flown by for not real bad it has this has been like the fa- literally the fastest week of the year well i got an idea like i feel like we've only worked one day and then it's like today and now it's like the weekends tomorrow with the game football season obviously it's, we need to be here all week but i think troy d this summer we should go mondays we should go three-day weekends Take off, radio. what do you want to take off fridays or monday i kind of like the monday off it gets you to friday you know me i'm a big take off friday and monday guy and work tuesday wednesday hey, look, hey, that's hey, you hey, saying hey, that but i'm not gonna disagree do we not disagree <laughs> do we not agree, <laughs> Run we not agree? Uh, i think we just need to get ellerby on board that's or, the problem good luck. Not, yeah, good luck with that i was gonna say we get ellerby out of here <laughs> <laughs> that would be the easiest thing. That place would go to hell in a handbag. That's true. Without other, but we'd have a couple of days off. Yeah, and then we'd have to close up shop. <laughs> yeah, a couple weeks. We'd out. have a great run for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Man, this is fun. What? Yeah, being, not having a job anymore. Yeah. How then, come none of the bills got paid? <laughs> well, bills. 
How come payroll? What are those? <laughs> All right. Yeah, it would be fun, though. All right. Well, just something to think about. Just something to think about. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, our crew here. And Troy D., you were there, as Cliff yeah. Godwin pointed out. It's fun. No, and it is fun. I do look. That is the part of the business. When I got started in the business, I used to love attending all that stuff and i still as i call it like to get my hands dirty and being actually on location doing interviews with the media folks at times like that especially bigger moments like this going into an ncaa tournament with other obligations i don't get an opportunity to do it as much clip so and you're kind of the same way we you used to do that for yeah. us. we have other people doing it now we've got a great staff here so it's not always up to me or you you know we got a lot of folks that can help out getting audio and video but uh, i really enjoy that part of the business and i and i hate that i don't get to do it as much as i, as I can you know so yeah. it's, it's fun to get out there oh chandler is gonna sleep good tonight he uh he was out in the sun a lot today. yeah so he did get an interview you okay bud? yeah man been uh back and forth uh, from Clark LeClaire. Your eyeball all right? Um, that, dude, the, let me tell you something. The it eye. was hot out there today. It was crazy. But I enjoyed it. Me and CJ were out there for every single availability for each school that I do is believe represented today. We're the only local media outlet that was there for every That's right. school today. And we'll put that all out on social media. And, I know uh, that for a fact. Yeah, have that available. So uh, everybody had a media availability, every school that's in the regional, and we covered every one of them. Got to talk to two former national championship coaches with Brian O'Connor at Virginia. You also had Gary Gilmore. Uh, at Coastal Carolina, and you can see those videos on our social media platform. You talked about how hot it was out there, Chandler. I think one of the things it, it's you, you know, we're not always on the field out there, and before you know, they've got the field turf or on, on yeah. you know, along the third baseline, first base behind home plate. Yep. Um, man, you don't realize until you're on it how hot mm-hmm. that field like turf the playing is. surface and the, the actual the heat is just surface. coming from. The, I think the you know, ground. obviously, there's a big benefit to have natural grass on the field because I don't think the grass gets like that, and it doesn't. But man, that field turf is made out of plastic, and you can feel it going through your shoes. I mean, it is. Uh, if the whole field was that, it would be a real factor. I had to check the bottom of uh, my shoes today to make sure they weren't melting off. I mean, I'm being serious. No, I, it's, it's. I know. Hot. I was there. Yeah, I, I agree. He went to all four, Troy. Yeah, I just was at one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, good." John Moody, by the way, shout out to John and the crew at, at East Carolina with the the maintenance, the Shockless. landscaping, all that stuff out there. Saw him today. Yeah, he, he, he saw you work. too. He said uh, you didn't look so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chandler, you didn't look so good. Chandler's not used to more huffing it like that, man. That was a lot of physical activity. Were you struggling out there, bud? No. He did say it was hot. You do he still look was, red. Is he saying I'm, I'm ugly? No, no, no. Uh, he meant like tired, like saying, out of shape, yeah. hot. Maybe heat exhaustion. I, I think mean, it, it was hot. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was probably sweating. Um, yeah. I mean, he, you look like, I, will uh, say, I was in the trenches. They, they were busy out there getting everything. ESPN rolled up. They were rolling out all the cameras, getting everything ready. But they got all the signage up, all the NCAA signage. You know, welcome to the NCAA regional. Oh, yeah. It Seen just gives stuff. it a different feel. It gives it a big-time atmosphere. Yeah. When you start seeing those banners everywhere and the and this signage for the tournament itself, uh, Which that part's cool. It's not cool that they completely try to take away the home environment with some of the things. Yeah. And something Eric Ward talked about yesterday, which uh, he probably would have raged about if he was in here today, the fact that there's a chance ECU's not the home team every week, every game this weekend. Well, it's, I've never understood that. That is you're, dumb. You're, you're the number one seed. You're hosting. You earned it. Yeah. Then you should pick your dugout, and you should pick it, you know. Now, I do think home. they get to keep the dugout, but there is a chance that they could be an away team at home. And that is region. stupid. That I do is. think that is that is dumb. But uh, 
Chandler, what anything uh, you said? The shortstop from Coastal Culture Eye. Anything else you heard or saw today Very out there? Smooth. We talked to Coastal Carolina's uh, second baseman. I think that's what they said. Matt McDermott uh, asked him about how if uh, him him and his teammates were excited to play in an environment like this this weekend. And actually, he is a super senior. Before going to Coastal Carolina, he was at William and Mary, and they opened the season off here. Um, like last year or a couple years ago. I think he said we during the COVID off. year. Yeah. Uh, and he remembers how great of an atmosphere that was at that time, and he said he was very excited to see a regional atmosphere this weekend. So we, we open up uh, Friday at 1 o'clock against Coppin State. Do we have – I didn't know if you had it queued up, ready to go. We yeah, can, I've got what, the head coach. Uh, so this is the head coach from Coppin State. Do Sherman, we have, Sherman Reed. Here's, uh, here's how that sounded a little earlier today at Clark Clare. Just your impressions of East Carolina in this matchup. I'll tell you what, it's going to be a good one, man. We're, we're facing one of the hottest teams in America right now, right? So that means they're due for a loss, right? But uh, they're really playing real well, man. They, they took their uh, momentum right into postseason uh, with four straight wins. And uh, we're lucky to have the opportunity to play uh, a great program like ECU. What's the strength of your ball club, Coach? I think right now, man, we, we can hit. I mean, we can hit. We have a real good discipline approach uh, that Coach Sasseball has taught the guys and they've brought into it. And and we're going to run, man. We're going to speed. We have speed up and down our lineup. We're going to run. And uh, the pitchers compete in the strike zone. That's one thing we're proud of. Uh, uh, the new pitching coach that came on board, our guys will compete in the strike zone. So we're going to make you earn it. Coach, how much do you or the team know about the environment here in the jungle out in the outfield? We, we've heard we've heard a lot. The guys have been following social social media, and we know how the ECU fans get behind their ball club. So it's going to be a hostile first game for us. But I think we prepared them mentally for that. What kind of game do you look for in this game? I think it's going to be a well-played game. Uh, I think with with the pitching that we know we're going to get thrown at us from ECU, and with the guy that we're throwing on the mound, one of the best top two-way. Uh, not only pitchers, but uh, hitters, a guy that can swing it back to. We're going we're gonna to give ourselves a good chance in that we're going out number one. So I think it's going to be a very close and competitive game. I really would be shocked if a lot of runs were scored in this one. All right, Coach says take the under. Uh, going to be some good pitching. Troy, I heard you say earlier ECU is in a house money situation, which I tend to disagree with. Well, I don't know if I said that. You um, said it in hour one. I think I don't think you meant it the way you said it. I think what you meant I, to say was nobody at midway point in the season thought we'd be hosting. Yeah, I, d- I feel like the in many ways the pressure's off this team, even though okay. the expectation is to to win because you're hosting and you've gotten the eight. And they're so loose, right? Okay. I do. I, do I, I think I, this does feel different than other regionals where there was a huge pressure that the expectation was. ECU was the odds-on favorite. You know, there has been some media outlets that have predicted Virginia to come out well, of this region. Vegas has the and betting Vegas, odds. Vegas, betting odds, which are the most legit, yeah, yeah. not someone's opinion. That's what the money is on, which matters the most to people, if you're betting it, uh, has ECU as an underdog yeah. in this region. The true so. house money team here, though, is the one we just heard of from in Coppin State. Yeah, They're coming I mean, in here. They got nothing to lose. Yeah. Exactly. And he's right. Streaks are made to be broken. What I do like yeah, I mean, is everybody's 0-0 right now so i don't even think the team's thinking about the 18 game winning streak they're no, thinking about I don't think it winning matters. getting through this weekend correct all you need to start a one game winning streak now yeah yeah 
So, uh, and look, we talked about it a moment ago. East Carolina has struggled in these one-four matchups before. No doubt. Lost one. We're trailing last time. So. And baseball's a funny game clip. I mean, it, one game. One hot pitcher. You can look incredible one game, and you can look like crap in another. And it's the same team, same season. Which makes 18 and, in a row in baseball, like, almost unfathomable. It is a, an impressive streak. Yeah. That is very tough to do, but... You know, it starts over, as you said. This is a, really a new season at this point. Everybody's back. Even everybody in this tournament's good. You know, there, there isn't a bad team in the tournament. There are some, I think, really good teams, and there's some great teams. But uh, it also comes down to who's hot. Who's hot at the right time? Troy, uh, you like walking down memory lane. I what do. do you remember about the team that played in Kinston? Were you at that? Yeah, I was. That? I was like, there. Yeah. Um, I was uh, at a different station at the time. And uh, I went – at that time, there was no social media. There wasn't like yeah. – we don't cover it like we were doing it now. Um, so I remember this sitting – This is pretty strictly I, radio. And, yeah, and yeah. We, we were just doing – like I went and sat behind – I had seats behind home plate. I just went as a fan, really. Mm. Um, and I remember it, a packed Granger Stadium. Uh, I, I do remember that la- – like, Was there any orange there? I did not remember any really? if there was. Um, I remember that coming down and like, oh my God, we score here. We're going to the World Series. Like, like we had a guy know. on third. And I just, I remember it came down to like, we were almost like a play away. I think, didn't they that, win two? Wasn't it, you were like a play away from winning a game? Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. But either that way. sounds a lot like the Texas Tech regional. Texas Tech. Yes, yeah, it was, it was very 90. similar. We, we were to that. 90 feet away from Omaha. Yes, yeah, so it had that feel to it. I don't remember all, but I remember Keith Leclerc's van in the outfield. Uh, I remember him oh, watching yeah. from wow. his van back then. Um, and it was just like. So, yeah, the Tennessee won two. Okay. But game they, one, I think, was the game you're talking about. Yeah. Where, and maybe it was like they were, and if they won that one, it could have totally changed the whole outlook of everything. But I remember the atmosphere was just absolutely amazing at that thing. And now we got to get through this weekend, but to have it here in our own backyard, I mean, it would be a big yeah. deal. I mean, and there was one one time in Wilson. Was that a regional or was that a You know super? what? That might have been a regional, not a super. I'd have to go back and look at the yeah, history. I do remember years. that. You know, that's, and I wasn't, for whatever reason, I couldn't get to the one in Wilson. So is that like the Wilson Tobb Stadium, I guess? I don't know yeah. where they yeah. ended up playing that one. And I just know it was in Wilson because at it the was time, at the Tobb Stadium. We couldn't host because it was old, you know, Harrington, uh, Field. Harrington Field. Wasn't able to. And then uh, I, really that was the motivating factor to fundraise for Clark O'Claire. Like, look, this team's so good. We're losing opportunities in the postseason because our stadium sucks. You know, it was just back then, it was just literally just bleachers and kind of like a high school press box, if you will. Um, and the jungle was the original jungle with, the, you know, it was just the outfield with trees back there. There was no berm or anything. Well, that's the old, uh, this is what it was built for. Remember Britt Johnson? Um, Bailey had the highlight of the South Carolina regional win. And like Britt Johnson gets right in front of his camera and says, This is why we built this. This is why we built this. Well, literally, they built it to, to host these regionals and potentially super regionals. So. Yeah. So I, I would say on that, mission accomplished. Yeah. You know, they definitely hosted regionals, and this will be interesting to see if they can get to a super regional. You got to take advantage of what they've been given here. And, and let's be honest, a super regional will be the closest. You know, that's the equivalent of, I would say, a Sweet 16 in the. Um, you know, elite eight type of deal in the NCAA tournament, and the majority of pirate fans—not all pirate fans—will be able to attend that. 
you know it's still limited tickets there'll probably be more people that want to see that in person that can go but you know not everybody if they were to win that not most people aren't going to be able to go to omaha you know i mean let's just be honest it's very expensive it's very difficult to get to the majority of fans are going to watch that on tv so this the super regional will be the closest you can get to that type of atmosphere man another thing i like about this time of year is and hopefully they bring it back is that bases loaded whatever they call it on espn where they have every game it's and like a red zone yeah oh yeah red yeah. zone yeah. for baseball yeah yes that's uh we'll fire one of my that memories, up tomorrow one of my memories yeah. came up online and evidently yeah because i remember i was like Marcus Crandall, my Troy. <laughs> I was like, well, I probably shouldn't say that publicly, but ACU had a, a epic rain delay. A regional here rain delay. They went back to your house. You said I had like a whole crew. Like the spread looked incredible. Remember the food? Like I, I had, wasn't there. All right, I've got a kitchen island that's about the size of this table, and I had food covering it. Like really, like nice stuff. I was like, yeah. where is this? Is this Troy's my house? looking at his pictures? And then of I, I see Tony house. Collins is there. Marcus Crandall was there. It's like a who's who of like ECU. Troy had no memory of this at all. And I'm like, he said, why are these people in my house? Was I there? And then I read the comment due to long rain delay. We're back at my house watching bases loaded on ESPN. You had the camera shot of your TV. Yeah. Yeah. And it was all pictures from my house with all people we associate with and we're friends with. I'm like, why don't I remember this? I was like, man, how many, I gotta how many beers did I have in that rain delay? Well, I, it's a good thing you took pictures, Troy. Yeah, that would no, have been right? a memory. This is why I take you, photographs. You never had. People are go, why is he always taking pictures? Because I can't remember crap. Hell of a party. <laughs> I was telling don't remember anything. It did, I swear, yeah. I don't think I've had anything that nice since. <laughs> I'm like, man, I really went all out with the like the food and stuff. I was telling the story yesterday about that Monday where we had to play Campbell. We had to beat him twice. I was back at home in Sampson County watching the first game with my dad, and it was like the fifth inning. We knew ECU was up a pretty good margin. You texted me, Troy, and said, hey, or I texted you first. I said, look, I really want to go to this game. He said, I, you said, I got a ticket. And I told dad, I said, look, I said, Troy just got, he, he, I said, Troy's got me a ticket. I'm going to that game. And I, like, hauled ass here to Greenville, and I had you and your twin boys in my car, and I took you guys – to the uh to the jungle you yeah know, you probably I think don't my car that. was already there it was, already, was there. already there and you told me hey come to the studio and we'll go yeah. to the game and we ended up winning that night that yeah was pretty cool. i do remember that and guess who's got a ticket for you for the regionals you get a ticket i get a ticket baby got you covered thank you sir remind me before we leave here i got you uh all session passes for the entire week they call him the one man ticket master <laughs> Troy D. is this a reward for working my ass off all day absolutely i appreciate yes, it, it is <laughs> hey i'm excited for this weekend i yeah. really am you're not alone it's gonna be a, a fun weekend all right let's uh take a break we'll come back have more for you on pirate radio live we'll tell you what we'll be doing on friday show and before friday show we'll be live with you too we'll talk about that and more when we return after this
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Let's take a quick look at your stock market. It was a good day for the Dow. They were up 435 points at 33,248. The NASDAQ was ahead 322 points at 12,316. The S&P was up 75 points, closed out the day at 4,176. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. What is this? (laughs) What do you got? I'm Ticketmaster, man. Taking, taking care of my people, Clip. Yes. Uh, I got to. There's so many sessions. I got to make sure I put the uh, right ticket yeah. for the right hey, session. Clip. This is. Look, this is not as easy it's as it not. it sounds. Yeah. Hey, Clip. I've got, how about you not worry about it? I know. Yeah. So I've, you, got, I've got hey, seven session tickets, bought multiple tickets so we could take, you know, care of our staff. Yeah. And now I got to make sure I pull the same ticket for each session. Holy crap. And that because I told Chandler if he wanted to go to every single session, which technically there are seven if needed, definitely six, possibly a seventh. I'm going to go ahead and give him the ticket so he doesn't have to worry about finding me later. This is some definite mob activity going on yeah. right now. Hey, how about you just keep Yeah, your mouth? I, I, hey, I just didn't see about, nothing. Hey, how about you just keep your mouth shut? I Instead of waiting till the end of the show, I figured I could multitask <laughs> and do this while we're on the air, which was probably a uh, terrible uh, idea. We need to get Ellerby in here. This is an Ellerby thing, it feels like. All right, he left this in my jurisdiction clip. All right. For real. You're the man he for said, the this job. is your problem. <laughs> uh, coming up 1 o'clock on Friday, if you're not out at Clark LeClaire Stadium, then uh, check us out. We'll be watching the game here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Hey, buh. Mike Mullis going to come by. Oh, but no. Hey. Buh. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, oh, you know, man. yeah, I'm re- I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I really. So Moss is going to watch the game here. He said he's going to come out one o'clock and not be at the stadium. He said for the beginning of the game, he might do both. I don't know. Really? You know, I actually saw Molly today out at Clark LeClaire Stadium. What's he doing? He said he saw. He, he said he, he went and saw Bud. He went and saw Buddy. Oh, he probably saw Coach Mack. I think him and Coach Mack used to be friends. He did. He knows some people. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have a lot of fun. Molly's an old baseball o'clock. guy. He is. We'll be. Uh, Couldn't tell it. <laughs> Facebook Live <laughs> and YouTube coming up one o'clock and uh, join us. Party with us coming up at one o'clock on Friday. So for folks that don't understand what we're talking about, clip that maybe have missed that. All right. So explain what exactly the watch party. You're is. looking at us right now on a All camera. Right, I'm one of those people uh, that Troy talks to. What is a watch along? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a camera looking at us. Right, so if you follow us on Facebook or YouTube. All right. How about you explain? Well, let's dumb it down a little bit. <laughs> I hadn't even started to talk yet. All right. Start, start from the start from scratch. I didn't even get a sentence out. Start from scratch, Cliff. All right. Thomas Edison invented (laughs) the light. In the beginning, stop making me laugh. My lips are chapped. Adam and Eve, galaxy far, far away. Adam and Eve. There was a snake and an apple. I mean. All right, so there's a camera looking at us on Facebook Live, YouTube. You can see it right now. We're yeah. sitting at this table right yes. now. On Facebook and YouTube yeah. Live. Right behind that table is a beautiful Sony television, and we will be watching the game on that. Now, as we watch the game, we're going to be sitting here at this table, 
and we're going to be commentating on what's happening, reacting to it, talking about it, In interacting with you as yeah. the game's going on. Yeah, we will be on Facebook Live and YouTube reacting to so, the game with you. Yeah, and a lot of people. This is a work. Let's remember, this is still a work day and school day for a lot of folks. So. I think the online component of this thing could be huge. This is what we call a multi-screen experience. You you may be watching the game on your laptop or computer or TV. You could then on your phone, you could then watch the watch along with us clip. So there you, you can go. multitask. Or some people may not have access to watch the game. We may be their lifeline. If you're this may te- be the only way they get to keep up with what's going on. If you're a teacher out there and are a big ECU Pirate baseball fan, have nothing to do. School's almost over. It's about that time where you just you, you're finding busy work or you put on a movie, and you don't say you don't have the ESPN Plus. Put us on Facebook or YouTube. Yeah. Let the kids in your classroom. I think, I think this would be very educational for the kids. I, you put Mike Mullison here; he will teach the kids something. And that's his, one thing. His wife I'm, is a teacher. That's what, hey, look. I'm Maybe very she could put us have, on in her classroom. I'm, Not bad. I'm very excited to have Mullion here tomorrow. I'm always excited to have Mullion here, but he will be able to kind of tell us situational baseball, like what should have happened there. You know, here's is that supposed to be funny? And Troy, no, I'm serious. Oh. Pirate Radio Live, of course, tomorrow at three. Yeah, uh, I guess I'm gonna call you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'll be on location. Game. We can get warmed yeah. up for September third. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll uh, we'll talk to you during the show tomorrow. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, I will uh, I will be out there on location, so I'd be happy to check in with you during PRL. Sounds good. Be my third visit this week. I know. Yeah, find is that a, okay? Uh, like do for a bonus. Find an awesome Monday guest off. There. You were on three out of the four shows. I know we this did is this unbelievable. Week. This is almost like a full week for me. God, I'm gonna need a vacation. <laughs> All right, uh, so All right, we'll do it. Well, it'll we'll be fun. Big show coming up yeah. Friday. Let's go Pirates. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt. We'll see you tomorrow at one o'clock. Facebook Live and YouTube. Check us out. And we'll be back with you 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live on Friday. Go Pirates! We'll talk to you Friday. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.